Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. You were uh, with your families or loved ones or at least uh, relaxed and enjoyed yourself. Over the past week, there was a, a particularly big news story that's resulted in a continued news cycle, which is now going on for over a week, which is in many ways unheard of. But right now, because Donald Trump went to dinner with Ye and Nick Fuentes, among others, he is now being denounced by Mike Pence, several Republican senators, and uh, for whatever reason, this story, for, for many reasons, I suppose people have made, this story has persisted till today. And we are able to actually sit down with the, several of the individuals involved in that story, notably Ye, Nick Fuentes, and Malinopolis, of course, who made the dinner happen. It's my understanding. Or no, at least got no. the- I had, I had the dinner invite before I met Milo. Okay, my bad, my bad. There you go. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into I this story. I just overcomplicated it. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna we're gonna start with that. And there's a lot we we, we want to talk about, and uh, you know what, man, this is a this is a very uh, big story. Uh, a lot of people have questions about you know what were Trump's intentions, why were certain people invited, and Trump, of course, has, has issued statements. So a lot of people want to know where he stands, and more importantly, what happened there and why. And there's also the questions about what Yay 24 means, and I'll keep that a little bit vague so that they can answer to that and, and speak more to that. And then, of course, we're going to get into a lot of different issues. However, head over to TimCast.com and become a member. We're going to have a members-only uncensored show, which will probably get a bit more in-depth on a lot of other issues. Uh, that I'll just leave it at that. TimCast.com, become a member, support our work, and we'll talk about more there. Smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us, as I mentioned, is we have Ye himself. Would you like to introduce yourself, good sir? You did it. There you go. <laughs> I think everybody knows who you are. And uh, which of uh, you gentlemen would like to introduce yourself? Nicholas, please. Hi. Yeah, I'm uh, Nick Fuentes. First time here on the Tim Cast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. What do you do? Oh, <laughs> I'm a live streamer. <laughs> I, uh, I do a show called America First on Cozy.TV. All right. And of course, Milo, you were here a couple weeks ago. Yes, I'm your best ever guest. <laughs> so we, we've been told that uh, the episode with you was one of the best podcasts ever. People really I, enjoyed I hearing you speak. I think that's accurate. Okay. Yeah. Well, Thanks thank, for coming thank, back. Thanks. I was wondering how I was going to uh, make it even more extraordinary the second time I visited, but I think I might have pulled it off. <laughs> Luke's here. Total Sausage Fest tonight. Um, welcome. My name is Zukardowski of WeAreChange.org. Today I'm wearing my Epstein didn't Epstein himself t-shirt, which you could get on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. And I think we should be using that word a little bit more, just like, you know, this YouTube channel didn't Epstein itself. And if this YouTube channel is Epstein, we will be streaming on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, I started a t-shirt company after YouTube demonetized me. So thebestpoliticalshirts.com, because you guys buy it. That's why I'm here. Thank you so much for having me. And of course, Serge. And I am Serge.com. Pleasure, guys. All right. And uh, I'll just pull up this story from The Hill which is from earlier today, 5 p.m. Pence says Trump should apologize. It's wrong to give anti-Semite a seat at the table. This, of course, is related to a dinner that happened. And I, I, I was wrong a little on the details. So a dinner happened. Uh, Nick, you were there. Yay, you were there. I just want to uh, start off by how did this din dinner come to happen and, and what happened? 
I was talking to Trump for about a month. We had scheduled the dinner in October, and then he announced for president. He, he pushed the dinner back to November. Um, and I've been pulling together a campaign. And after I put up the, the DEF CON tweet, uh, a bunch of people that have been canceled, like Alex Jones, I started getting in contact with other people that were now on the, you know, the inside of the matrix. And uh, Alex Jones' pr producer said that Milo wanted to contact me. And here we are. So that's how you guys got in contact. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, originally. And, um, and then uh, I suggested uh, um, that we bring in uh, Nicholas as an as enormous extra brain firepower that he is. Um, he's most extraordinarily brilliant uh, political commentator of his generation. Um, and he's uh, been treated just about as badly as anybody. So I thought he deserved to be in the room too. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how we got together. So I have some questions about that, but let's we'll, we'll we'll get through the dinner portion of you know how exactly this happened, what went down. So this is how you get in contact, the three of you. How is it that Nick ends up invited to this dinner, and and what happened? Well, he he was rolling with me. I was impressed with Nick, and I was like, just come to the dinner. And we had uh, Karen Giorno uh, pick us up from the airport. And there was a lot of back and forth. There's another gentleman named Jamar Montgomery that was with us. It's a, uh, he's an engineer at Boeing and his, who's it? I'm telling him just that we should raise everyone's volume. Okay, cool. Um, and we sat there and it was like when Trump came in, we were, I said, do you want to sit alone? He's like, no, bring your friends in. So a big thing is like Trump had no idea who Nick Fuentes was. And but this whole I just I just got to go right to the heart of this anti-Semite claim that's happening. This is something if you read the definition, it it says you can't claim that there's multiple people inside of banks or in media that are all Jewish or you're anti-Semitic. And that's the truth. Like, it's the truth. What are we talking about? And elaborate. what do you mean? You mean? I'm saying, like, I've been labeled anti-Semite, right? So there's, there's different beliefs about our, our bloodlines, you know, like the documentary that Kyrie posted. And in general, America has been left ignorant and history has been changed. So when we start questioning things that question the indoctrination, then you immediately get, you know, um, you said debanked or de what did you say happened to you or demonetized, deplatformed. De yeah, demonized, demonetized. And what's so beautiful about this time is everyone got to see what's really been happening. And now we can really understand. We can see that Ron Emanuel was right next to Obama and then Jared Kushner was right next to Trump. But so, you, so we're, we're, we're getting right into it, I guess, right? I was, I was hoping to go for the news first before we got into all of this stuff. Uh, I, think, I think the issue is, uh, one way to put it, is you're expounding upon a localization issue that you've witnessed, right? 
let, let me let me clarify. There are a handful of people that you see are Jewish in a certain place, and then you associate Judaism with the power, as a, whereas I view that as not relevant to it. Like, yeah, you're substantially more powerful than I am, but I don't view what you're doing as an issue of black people. Yeah, but have you ever heard the term the black vote? So it's okay to put us in one net, but it's not okay for me to put them in one net. Yeah, but I mean... That's the basis I, I, of the hypocrisy that people have been <laughs> have been thinking about and knowing about and realizing for decades. We were all wondering how this dam was going to break. Everybody in the country was wondering, what, what is the root of this hypocrisy? Why can people talk about white people a certain way? Why can't they talk about that group a certain way? And uh, the, the, the most the, the, the wretched and wicked and oppressive prevailing orthodoxy of uh, cancel culture, well, it turned out that the one thing that was going to break the dam was the biggest star in the world. And it took the biggest star in the world to do it. Um, uh, and, and, and now the dam is broken. So let me, let, let me tell you my issue. I, I don't like identitarianism. You guys are familiar with what that is? Well, yeah. they started it and I'm, they've been visiting sure, on I, us. The, the, We're trying I, to break it. When I was asking you about running for uh, president, you, you, you admitted, immediately said, well, you know, you'd be good for the black vote. And I said, is that because I'm black? No, not just because of that. So is that. Are you doing the same thing? I didn't say that was the only reason. I said it was because you're personable to the common person. And you probably would do well with the black vote. Absolutely. Just because I, I'm black is a lot of black people that don't like me. Uh, of, of course. I think, uh, I think race plays a role in a lot of things. Absolutely. And I think that for... I, I, think, I think the, the construct of race has really been forced upon us as just something for us to be woke about and just constantly talk about and use it as these like walls. Could you but, say, say the same thing about Judaism? Well, let's look at the facts of what I'm saying, though. If you say in this neighborhood where they gerrymander this this amount of time. So, hey, I wasn't doing that. I was just gerrymandering the lawyers and the Hollywood executives <laughs> and the people at the bank that debanked me and then froze my accounts. You know, it's like we want to jump into protecting the idea that we can't put a net around something. Right. But that's been my job as a producer to take, uh, you know, a Roy Ayer sample and put a James Brown drum and put it within a two, two minute, three minute song. That's the way I actually think. And that's the way I talk. And now this morning, I found out that they were trying to put me in prison because what they did was uh, I, put, I moved $140 million into uh, JP Morgan. And I said, hey, I want to talk to Jamie Dimon. Like, look at me. I'm just going in naive, you know, multi-billionaire. Like, may, maybe Jamie Dimon will let me in on some deal flow. Wrong. <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> banging my hands like, I want to meet with Jamie. And I start complaining online. And then they debank me for complaining. And so I'm, I'm about to get debanked. They're like, you need to go to Trump's the bank, AXO, whatever, you got to go. And I'm like, I've been trying to buy my own bank for the longest. And then we figured out how to get my own bank. It's like 50 million, 75 million. So I'm about to buy my own bank. But then as they're about to take the money out, here comes Adidas with a $275 million bill for marketing funds that they agreed upon. Because I said to them, hey, I'm the marketing, give me the marketing fund, which proves by the response they got when they you know, stole the designs and said, we're going to not call them Yeezys anymore. So this is what I was already fighting Adidas for. So I'm fighting Gap, get out of Gap, fighting Adidas. And then I deal with this little bit of noise from, you know, 
Zionism from the fashion world where they use this plant named Gabby, who's obviously like some kind of CIA agent, knows nothing about fashion. This is a certain thing. When someone can't dress, you know that they're not like a fashion person. <laughs> they're just there as like the society, like the control that they try to use with celebrities, which has now been broken, right? Because you know where it broke. I know I'm, I, okay, I want to get on like LeBron in a second. But I'm going to come back to this and just talk about this morning where, uh, you know, I'm not going to mention her name because she's a nice lady. But someone at Cohen Resnick tells me and I tell my all of my finance people never use the term a lot. But they said, OK, you're going to have to pay a lot of taxes. And that made me feel like they're just like waiting, like we finally got them. We finally can put him in jail. And I was like, can I still run for president in jail? I found out I could. So I was like, okay, yeah. that's, that's fine then. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be okay. But, 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 but if, you were, if you were Jeffrey Epstein, they wouldn't touch your bank account. They would allow you to break the rules, regulations, just like JP Morgan and Chase did, just like Deutsche Bank did. So there is an issue to bring up with that. But when it comes to the race stuff, I think this is an important discussion to have because what, I think- I, I, have to, I have to complete this thought. You guys got to- Okay, go ahead, go ahead. All right, because I'm talking about literally finding out that they were trying to put me in prison this morning. Why this so this morning yes so not you know not come to my house this morning but i found out okay so they froze they put a 75 million dollar hold on four of my accounts and then they said you owe a lot of taxes took me like six hours to find out how much a lot was they said <laughs> well around 50 million dollars now i'm going to different cfos like okay so would this be tax evasion because I'm obviously not the most financially literate person on the planet. I was just a child, basically. Like when you become famous, you you stop growing at that point. I became famous at age 24, and I had handlers around. I had my mom around, different things. And it was always like you go from one handler to the next handler to the next handler. So now I'm having I I, I get to actually learn how to run a company. I get to learn how to uh, you know uh, to count. Really, I had, I was like Pablo in a movie. It was like, I didn't even know where to put the money, like literally making $300 million cash, but you're just like a high priced, you know, we're not going to use the S word just because it's just like too passe to use it. But it's like next, you know, next year I was supposed to make $500 million in royalties and like no one needs this amount of money. But when I would work on homeless shelters and ideas, I'd have a contractor we won't say what race. Um, and, <laughs> the, you know, they'd be tearing down the contracts. It's all about, you know, position. It's not about the amount of money that you have. And, you know, to come in here, I feel like it's a setup to be, like, defending. I'm not going to go through another, like, I'm literally going to walk the F off the show if I'm sitting up here having a, you know, talk about you can't say that it was Jewish people that did it when every sensible person knows that. I mean, John Stewart knows what happened to me and they took it too far. It was like American History X, like my head was on the side of the curve and the exact people that I called out kicked my head. We found out that my trainer was a MK Ultra uh, Canadian uh, intelligence. He, was a, yeah. he worked in the defense research and uh, development uh, in the Canadian military, essentially working on psyops this in the guy? Canadian military. This is Harley Pasternak. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is, look, they tried to medicate me. They, I was exhausted. They wrongly diagnosed me. And they, 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 when I asked them how much 
lithium did you want to put me on exactly? It took them four days to answer because they were embarrassed about the amount, right? And I refused to take this, right? You understand that if I had taken the medication, I would not be here and it would have been, woe is, he was deeply troubled. We miss him. We love his music, though. Well, they would have Britney Spears, too. I mean, look at they would have Michael Jackson or, or worse, yeah. So look, <laughs> I, guess, I guess what they did. Look at what they did to Britney when she went in. She was tired. She was exhausted. Yeah. She was in a bad way. But ten years of that medication wrecked her brain. You can see it now. Yeah. You can see there's not much of her left. You you mentioned Pasternak was the name. Uh, yeah. Yes, Harley Pasternak. That's the that's the uh, text message that you yes. posted that here, we were talking about here, here's, before. Here's, that's here's, the lobotomy. Right. You know? Yeah. Before the show, obviously, I'm getting a bunch of messages from people. People are hitting me up, and they're like, "You shouldn't host them." They're anti-Semitic, they're white supremacists, they're racist. I do find the idea, uh, I do find it funny or weird or whatever that, you know, Nick, they call you a white supremacist. You're here working with or for, you know, one of the most powerful black men, one of the wealthiest and most famous. But uh, a lot of people were saying on the right, specifically, don't platform them. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I want to I want to understand what they're thinking and why they're thinking it. They're part of they're involved in what may be the biggest news story of the past week. And we have an opportunity to sit down and, and talk because the them. red media controls both sides. It just said it as simple as possible. Jared Kushner was next to Trump. Ron Emanuel was next to Obama. But see, since it, 1940. Go ahead. I was going to say, isn't that an issue of these individuals like you, you're, you're extrapolating? I'm not having I'm going to get I'm going to order. With the last of my money that's available in a different account, I'm going to order a PJ before I sit and have another Lex Friedman setup conversation. When when I'm literally trying, they're trying to put me in jail for my opinion. But I, I'm I not. Get that. I'm not going to have that opinion. I don't care about people. The people. Those are bots that are trying to tell you. We realize. Look at Pence. He sold Trump out. You get what I'm saying? It's like I would have never uh, wanted to do anything that hurt. Trump. I'm on I'm on Trump's side. Trump said things that hurt me. He lied about me, but I mean he's known for lying. And when people used to tell me that, you know, he's a liar, it's like, you know, I went into the trenches for Trump. That's another conversation. There was no one in my position that wore that hat. And all of my surroundings exhausted me. It was like death by a thousand questions. I know I'm jumping to another thing. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I know you got a rep for your 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 people online, but it's no, like no, you no, got no. a person in real life that no. I I'm not with it, bro. I lost the I, I lost the money for the freedom of speech. And that's what makes me the only American that we know that really deserves to run the country because everyone else, your boy DeSantis, Trump, whoever <laughs> they 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 raise in a petri dish over on the Democrat side is is going to play the game. Look, look like, here, here's what I was trying to get yeah. to. I, I I you went right into the anti-Semite thing. I think it's something that should be talked about. But if you if you start bringing this up, you're going to ask my opinion on it. I'm going to disagree with you. I didn't I, ask I, your opinion on it. You no, jumped but, but, into it. But I, but you, I don't care about your opinion. I like your opinion on how we win an election. But I don't care about thing. anybody's opinion, bro. I lost. They tried to put me in jail. They blocked two two billion dollars. I had like what I told Farrakhan. I said, look, oh, is it anti-Semitic for me to say his name out loud? Like I, I the told minister. Fa- yeah, the minister. Like I told Obama which, met with him too. Oh, he was. Yeah, I mean the uh, Jewish people allowed uh, Obama to meet with the minister. You know, so uh, Farrakhan said, "Well, did he have the money? The contract for the next four years, if I hadn't done anything, would have been five hundred million dollars a year for four years. What I was fighting for was the IP, so my children could." Uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I just sometimes I think about seven thoughts at one time. 
because anything I see, I come up with like seven answers to it and then just choose <laughs> what it is. But, but I, when, the thing is when I said my children, the reason why my, my brain kind of blocked because it's like God is saying, you know, your, your children are going to be okay. The, you know, baby mama's got money, right? God is using me. He's breaking me down, removing all of the, you know, richest person, all of this so I can serve him. And the more and more those things are taken away from me, the more I can be empty and be a vessel and be able to be used. And right now it's like, you're not going to take, if, if we can't, you're not going to take my pain away, right? The Jewish people say, it's the Holocaust, this happened, and you can't say anything about it. We can't take their pain away. No one's going to denounce the fact that they tried to lock me up. That's what it, because every time I'm just holding stride and it's like, I didn't. I thought I was more Malcolm X, but I find out I'm more MLK because as I'm getting hosed down every day by the press and financially, I'm just standing there. And when when I found out that they tried to put me in jail, it was like a dog was biting my arm, and I I I, I almost shed a tear, almost. But I still walked in stride through it. Yeah, I, I think I think they've been extremely unfair to you. I think. who was they though? We can't say who they is, can we? Press. I'm not using the. I don't, I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking about it. It is about them, it. though, isn't it? I mean, because <laughs> no. and, and because when you think <laughs> about not. it, consider it. In 2018. What do you mean it's not? It, what What do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about? Are you leaving? Are you afraid of the press? He's gone. I'll say it right now. Um, you guys, I, I, you guys want to bring that stuff up. And then have think the we're discussion. not going to have a conversation. Like, have the discussion. Like you, you think yeah, he's going to come in here and say, here's my pain, here's my suffering. I'm going to say, I hear you. And then he's going to say, and it was Jewish people. And I'm going to be like, okay, but don't you consider it? So I'm not going to do this. I, I refuse. Go, uh, make sure he's cool. All right, go for it. Luke and I will have a conversation. So uh, I can't say I'm surprised. What, 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 what do I even do? Let's, Other than ask him, please elaborate on this. Are you referring to individuals? Or are you quite literally blaming an entire group of people for the fact that powerful individuals are causing you harm? I, I really wanted to ask Nick about his thoughts about MLK, because I know they contradict uh, his comments about that. But, but a, a, again, these are mass generalizations that don't really help anyone in my perspective. They just kind of sound like their opposition. They sound what they're kind of going against, the woke mob that's always saying white men. White men are responsible for everything. When I see people just use generalizations, it kind of cheapens the conversations. It cheapens uh, a dialogue that we could have here that, that I was planning to, to, to talk to Ye about specifically bringing up like, hey, let's actually talk about this in a real concise way. Let's not get emotional. Let's I'll, not walk let's, out let's, of here. Let, let's let, actually let me, let me tell ourselves. all you guys outright. I said, this is going to be a big issue. Before the show, obviously, people are going to bring up the questions of anti-Semitism. Why don't we talk about the news? I want to hear what happened with this meeting. I want to understand what Ye24 is. And then we can do a longer conversation about any of that stuff. And Ye literally in the first five minutes says, no, well, I want to talk about a group of people and, and point to them. Whatever, man. This, you want to know why? Look, you're not going to sit here and you're going to walk out of the room. You're free to do so, man. But literally, I said a couple sentences about... I don't think that's fair. Did I did I insult the man? He seriously can't handle. He can't handle well, it. He also left during the Pierce Morgan interview he did, but he came back. So I, again, I, we should be able to have this conversation. What's up, Chris? He wants his phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, man. I wanted to talk Here. to these guys about why they're meeting with Here, Trump. Chris. I want to know what happened with the dinner because we yeah. hear a lot of rumors about it. 
I want to hear about their and 2024 why, platform, which they were promising, which they were talking about, like they're going to be officially. Let me, know, let me, let me explain to everybody that, you know, unfortunate they walked out. Fine. Maybe they'll come back, whatever. This is the biggest challenge with dealing with identitarianism. I do not believe that the predeterminate factor in someone's worth, value, or agenda is based on immutable characteristics. Uh, Kanye is a black man. He does not represent all black people. There are Jewish individuals who work in, in, in banks. Dave Chappelle made the joke about Jewish people in Hollywood. And he said, but it doesn't mean anything. You got a lot of black people in Ferguson. It doesn't mean they run the place. The point is, me, I'm all about individualism, meritocracy, personal responsibility. That means an individual of any background can be capable of anything. More importantly, we have employees here who are Jewish, who spend time in Israel, and would probably agree with a lot of issues that they would talk about, especially as it pertains to America first, you know, bringing jobs back here and securing our borders. But then it's just like every step of the way, it's like, bro, if you live in a world where a single group of people is, is haunting you, uh, you've lost, you, you're, you're trapped, you're not going to get out. The issue is you can overcome anything. I understand, you know, and, and I empathize that there are powerful business interests that are coming, coming at Kanye. And I will also say this, because I wanted to get into the Trump stuff. When, when Kanye mentioned he got suspended on Twitter, then he gets word that Milo wants to meet up with him. Then Milo puts him in touch with Fuentes. My immediate you know, my question is, okay, my thought to myself, we really want to know about the inner details of this Trump meeting. I guess it's not going to happen. My question then is, don't you think that, you know, if, if, if Kanye is going to say these things and then immediately start getting involved with Fuentes, that only amplifies the accusations made against them. But I, I guess if they genuinely believe these things, that's who they are. I was dying to interrupt. I was dying to say a whole bunch of stuff during his, you know, his conversation. I respectively, you know, didn't. I was waiting to counter back, but we didn't even push back at all. Really, we didn't even really say anything uh, Yo, on, crazy man. out there. I mean, we, that come on, like we 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 should at least have the tough conversations. We should debate these he, ideas. What does he think's going on? And I, I don't know, but I wish Whatever. I just wish people were again like, hey, you don't. Agree with me 100 that's fine that's okay i'm not gonna run away <laughs> like like come on let's let's have this discussion let's have I don't this know, conversation man. I, I really wanted to talk about balenciaga i really wanted to talk <laughs> about harley pasternick i really wanted to talk about dave Chappelle. dave Chappelle talked about you know a lot of the things that that yay was warning about specifically with people mm -hmm. trying to drug him specifically yeah. with people trying to of course get him on big pharma medicines he was again sent to you know, he was institutionalized a, a couple years ago, specifically on uh, November 21st, uh, 2016. He's pointing a lot of this blame on on this Harley Pasternak guy who, uh, again, he's the one who's training Lizzo, Elliot Page. He was training Brittany Murphy. He trained a lot of controversial figures. And he is connected to a Canadian military psyops. That's the, like we should know what else is happening behind the scenes there. What else he knows? But before we, the we show, can't, we can't even get that before the show. Yay was like. This was funny. You know, he's like, how do I become president? How do you win? And I thought it was a rhetorical question because like, why would I know that question? And he was like, hey, man, I asked you a question. You know, what do you think? And I was like, oh, ballot harvesting, like hands down. You go to door to door. He, he brought it up when he mentioned that I said that he would do well with the black vote. I feel like that's kind of oversimplifying what I said. Um, what I said was that he's a, he's a celebrity. He's a personable character. He's, he, he, he appeals to regular people more so. If he knocked on the door and you said Trump, Biden, yay, they'd be like, yay. You know, but I but it, I do think that he would do uh, I, I do think he would do better with with the black vote simply because there's people who look up to him because they see they, they can see themselves in him. Now, 
let me let me let me elaborate. That's actually more of a leftist position, this woke position, because uh, I don't completely disagree with every every uh, component of what diversity is. I think that it's true that if you're a little kid growing up in this country and you're not white, but all you ever see on billboards and all you ever see on TV is white people, that that means something that has an effect on you. And that's basically what I'm getting to. All I can really say is this, uh, bro, if, if I can't ask you questions calmly like, hey, but don't you think this is like localizing? He could have been like, I don't, you know, I, I genuinely view it this way. And I'd have said, well, okay, I can only ask you the question. You're allowed to believe what you want to believe. But dude, like, what did I ask him? Like three questions about it? And he just got up and left. Like, he's going to come here and just talk and be un- un- uninterrupted. Before we started the show, he said, hey, we're doing this show. Why don't we do it every week? Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, what is this? Is this is what is because you can't get another, on any other shows? I'm sorry, bro. This is not a show where you come in and talk by yourself and say whatever you want and say things that are uh, uh, that 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 warrant questioning at the very least, at least for clarification. Yeah, I mean, everything oh, exactly. should be questioned. Everything should be uh, debated. Everything should be, you know, talked about. We shouldn't stray away from uncomfortable situations. We we decide to take things head on. Like, we have our particular viewpoints. They have theirs. We, it's obviously there's a difference. Obviously, we, we believe in different things. Let's see which idea is better. Right. Let's see which idea wins out in the public sphere. Let's actually have that conversation. And it's kind of sad that we can't. Well, it's, I think it's funny that like you get, we got people in super chats who are like, why didn't you just let them keep talking and keep talking? But that's like, not how the show works. We, we cut each other off all the time. I just cut you off right now. I know. <laughs> right. This, this is this is this is our sh- this is the way we do the Guys, show. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm not here to do a show where we let one like, look, we had Milo come on a couple weeks ago and he mostly just talked. And I think there's there's something interesting there. Milo had been banned for a really long time and had, a ch- had hadn't spoken out in years. Five years. Ye- Ye's been on a whole bunch of podcasts. So when we were talking about bringing them on, I said, look, man, after after the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff, people were like, are you going to get him on the show? And I'm like, I don't want to chase after a dude who like he's in the news. Yay goes on Rogan before he goes on Fridman. And then I'm like, that's cool. They got those conversations. Then we were told we would get Milo Fuentes and Yay at the same time. And we could talk about this big news because that's what we do. We are a topical news show with guests. We are not Joe Rogan experience. We're not guest interviews. And so with Milo, we had him on and it turned into something different because the man's been out of the limelight for five years and came back and said, Trump supporters want revenge. So here on this show, I don't, I don't want to tell you, man, Ye doesn't have to do anything. He owes me no, no favors. He wanted to come on the show, but he didn't want to have a conversation. Yeah. I didn't disrespect him. We were nice to him. You know, we, we hung out with him uh, uh, before the show. You know, we, we, we tried to accommodate him to the best of our abilities, but he didn't want to entertain a conversation. I can't make him. He doesn't owe me that. He can leave. That's his, that's his thing. You know, appreciate him, him, him trying as best as he did. That's about it. That's yeah. true. I mean, what else can you do, right? I mean, look, you know, let me tell you guys some stories because uh, I guess this is the show now. Welcome to the Monday night show. It was all hype and then all nothing. You know, I don't like identitarianism. I, I've never been a fan of people who've blamed everyone else for their problems. I remember during Occupy Wall Street, you had people saying it was the 1%. That was the cause of their problems. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You got one percenters here giving you money. You've got mm-hmm. rich people down here supporting Occupy Wall Street, providing funding. You've got like George Soros money going into these nonprofits that are funding you to complain about rich people. It, the, the problem is, is varying agendas. The problem is varying ideologies. The problem is everyone fighting for power for what they want. In Ye's circumstance... They're coming after him. They're trying to take away his stuff. They're threatening him with institutionalization. And I understand all of that. It's unfortunate that he's he's internalized this problem to it is a it is a specific 
ethnic and religious background that's doing it. And I'm like, bro, it's specific people doing it to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Well, we can read Super Chats. Well, I think Super Chats would be interesting to, to spur on this conversation. But We made it 27 minutes, and YouTube didn't take it down. Ye just got up and left. Yeah, people people don't understand. We took a big risk tonight. Like I'm, It was my channel. It was your channel, especially on the line, because, uh, again, we're, we're hosting conversations that are tough, that are not easy to have, that we need to be ready for, that we need to, of course, counter ideas just to let the best idea win. So, you know, with, with taking this risk, it's just unfortunate that it, play, it played off the way it did. Again, we don't, he doesn't owe us anything, uh, but it, 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 this just should have done. I, I just wish it would have went a totally different way, but you, you can't control individuals. And if someone can't handle getting their, their, their assertions questioned. Well, but why did he get so angry about it? That's my I, question. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's not like we, we were confrontational. It's not like we were rude. Uh, I definitely Wait, I, di- I, do, I, I definitely disagreed with some of the statements, and I was waiting to jump in just to have that conversation. Well, here, here's my thing. I don't know who he's talking about. I don't know exactly what happened. Yeah. And so when he says a thing happened to me and I'm like, but who did it? What am I supposed to be like? You've got a, am sorry, man. Like the idea that you've got a group of people of this, like, it just doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, man. It just doesn't. There's, there's certainly powerful individuals who are friends with each other. Like I said, Bezos, billionaire, Bill Gates, billionaire, Bill Gates going on Ted talks, talking about depopulation. You've got, uh, uh, here's an example, Shane Smith, CEO of Vice, Irish Canadian guy, multi-billionaire, created a woke media empire. So when we're talking about censorship and silencing, and he says it's like Jewish or whatever, and I'm like, but you, what, do you, what does that mean? Like the, the, there's woke entities that are completely white European dudes. Mm-hmm. Antifa is mostly white European. They're not Jewish guys going around smashing up windows. This is, this is the issue of people blaming a group of people when the issue is specific to something unrelated to their background. I don't know what else, man. How are you guys doing? Um, I don't know. I might want to go downstairs and see if we could get him back. I, I think it's worth a try. I'm well, just going I'm 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 to I'm I'm try to talk to him, see if we can I'll read get him Super back. Chats. Yeah. I'll read Super Chats. And, uh, well, that was fun. We're just going to sit here. <laughs> I guess so. We'll read some Super Chats because uh, otherwise, that's it. You know. It is what it is, guys. We try. We try. I mean, Luke is right. He has left podcasts before and then come back. Sometimes it just takes people. And it's Dude. probably a good lesson. It takes a minute to calm down. Then you can come back after. He needs to explain yourself. what he means. Right. He and can't then. just say, it's true. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Who are you referring to? No, I'm done. I'm leaving. It's right. like, okay, then I assume you have nothing behind what you're saying. Right. You, you and, and, here, and I'll tell you what else, too. Because early on, he said, like, how do I want to say ballot harvesting? Mm-hmm. But I got to say, man, if, if this, like, why would someone vote for this? Right. That's what's already been mentioned in the Super Chats as well. Yeah. Yeah. Someone actually said, why would I vote for a guy who's, you know, going to act this way? Or like trust nuclear codes or something. I don't I haven't read it actually. Hey. Anna Claire's here. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> like this one or? Go over I'm there. I'm going to be Kanye. This is cool. So, uh. It's yay. It's yay. Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. Did I just dead name him? Mary's here. Yes. That's rough, man. So what happened? Tell me what's going on outside. Um, so Kanye and Milo are departing. Yay. yay. <laughs> he is going to beat me up. Um. So Milo and Nick and they they all just caught a car. They caught a car. They're heading out. They don't seem angry, but they just, uh, Kanye specifically said that he felt as though he should have been able to keep talking. He feels like not enough people are expressing this view and he felt like, sorry, I just ran upstairs. I can't talk. He felt like (laughs) perhaps cutting him off was uh, not a good move. So Milo felt like 
you were obstinately not getting the point that everyone in the room was getting. They weren't explaining it. I think, I think that they should have stayed to explain it. I wish I think, they had been I able to say, explain it. Before the I, show, when I said, guys, I understand you want to talk about that. We have an opportunity to discuss this big news. Is, is it, can we talk about the news mm-hmm. before we, and then we'll, we'll focus on what Yay24 is and what you want to do. But I think this is the problem with grievance uh, um, politics. Instead of being like, here's my plan for America, it's, they're the problem. They're the ones doing this. Who? How dare you? Bro, mm-hmm. tell me what your plan is. Tell me what you want to accomplish. Tell me, tell me exactly what your plan is other than they're harming me and they're bad people and I refuse to sit and listen to anyone who would say otherwise. Right. Yeah, I think one of the major challenges about Tim Cast as a format show is that it's not an interview. It's this thing that I love about this program, which is like, you may be an expert in something, but what we really want is for you to come here and talk about the news with us, talk about mm-hmm. current events. Discuss. And while... You know, I think we were all really excited to hear more about like all three of these people's perspective on stuff. Like it's hard. They can't help it. To yeah, it's not a monologue. They can't help it. So it's I not. Think it's it's not. Hard. It's not that. It's like, hey guys, can we talk about the news before getting into how you feel behind it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you guys I, I, didn't I understand. Even really get into the dinner because no. he jumps immediately into he wants to talk about Jews, mm-hmm. and I'm like, are you kidding, dude? And I said, you want to go right into that? Fine, whatever. So be it. Yeah. But if dude can't handle a conversation about it. It's 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 insane to me. It, it look. I'm not it's sure not, what it's he reality. was referring to that happened this morning. He said he found out they want to put him in jail. But what exactly does that mean? Well, it sounds like what he was saying was he found out this morning that they're saying he owes tax he owes taxes, mm-hmm. okay. and that if he doesn't pay them, they're going to lock him up or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the thing that he walked out on was you try, asked him to clarify who you meant by they specifically. That's pretty. Oh right, because I said you were I, saying they as in the corporate media. The like, I don't use the word they the same way that you mean it. And then, and then yes. he got up and he stormed out. Like, yes. That's basically that's it. That's crazy. <laughs> I really, that's a shame. Like, I wish that you guys had gotten to have the conversation you wanted to have. Yeah, they don't I, want to have it. They I feel bad for it. the audience, honestly, because I feel like that could have been a really interesting conversation. And now we're in a position where I am yay. Yeah. And, you know, that's <laughs> who was not sitting here? Uh, I don't remember who was sitting in the uh, seat. Nick Fuentes. Was I'm there. Nick Fuentes, yeah. guys. Don't we look great? Uh, no, would I, I mean, what, 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 what do you think is going to happen? Does, like, here, he you know, he you know, did like, say that he would be back. Tonight? No, no. He, not back tonight. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back Maybe on the show. Maybe in the future at some indefinite Yeah, I point. doubt it. Dude, I mean, look, man, people. <laughs> How did pre-show go? Like, what did you guys, what was the it's vibe in here fine. beforehand? It, it was, was fun. It was good. And, and, and uh, it, we should have just filmed the pre-show because they didn't even talk about this shit. Mm. No, nah, I'm swearing. They were, we were talking yeah. about <laughs> like point, you know. it was it was it was religious philosophy, plans for the future, and I was like, this is really interesting stuff. I know they have these views. I, I, I obviously, and people are texting me about it, and I'm like, okay, here's 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 what we do. They're, they they had look all they did was remove themselves from the conversation. Mm-hmm. They had an opportunity to explain what was going on and why, and all that happened is it seemed like Ye came in here and just went for every possible way to make himself look worse. So what was like your burning question for this? Like you knew they would probably bring this stuff up. You knew identity politics are definitely sure, sure, on the sure. table. But that's why I was like, I, I want to know what happened. Like even before they got here, I was like, guys, we want to know about the dinner. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm hearing a lot of rumors. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing that, you know, what was it? Like Ye asked Trump to be his VP or something. Why, why was why was Funnis at the dinner with Trump? What did Trump say? Was it, is this true? Trump didn't know he was. Well, he said Trump didn't know who Fuentes was. That's what I want to understand. What is Trump doing? 
Why is everybody denouncing Trump right now? Is this a legitimate criticism of Trump? Apparently now it is. Apparently, absolutely. The Trump. report that Trump began deriding Kim Kardashian and during that dinner seemed very strange. I have no idea why he would do that. I feel like there's no way to know about this dinner without the three people who just left this room, which is uh, unfortunate because that kind of dinner can affect so many people, right? Uh, there are Americans across the country who will be affected by the conversations they had. I would have loved to see the transparency and kind of know what's going on. Uh, and it's unfortunate that we couldn't progress further in that conversation, whether or not, you know, we all would have seen eye to eye during it. I can't believe he got so mad so quick. I'm, I don't Maybe know. Maybe he wasn't mad. He didn't really seem mad when he was down there. He just seemed uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. I just feel I like it, he's someone who has values and it seemed like he felt like he wasn't, you know, I know he and Luke had sort of gone back forth. He said, you got to let me finish my thought. Maybe he felt like this uh, conversation was sort of being structured in a way that wasn't letting him express himself. Well, it's not the I format think, that he's used to, mm-hmm. which is like that's, a one-on-one. That's what I mean by like you, I think people aren't always ready to come onto the show because you are responding to current events. You mm-hmm. are not... Uh, being interviewed in a traditional way. People don't get this too because uh, we had um, we've had people on the show who end up not talking about their 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 specialties or anything like that. So mm-hmm. like someone might do a show on video games and then come on the show and talk politics, right? Yeah. And it's like right because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So for example, uh, shout out to our good friend Blair White. Blair White pointed out that um, on the last show we did, she was like, actually, every time you've had me on, we've never talked about trans stuff. And I was like, yeah, we talk, we talk current events and politics. And you're an individual who has opinions on it. That's what we do. Yeah. I, just, I just talk to them outside there in the car. And I'm like, They're leaving. And I'm like let, let's, let, let's let the best idea win. You don't owe us anything. Let's have this conversation. And essentially, he said, you know, you don't believe in my truths. Like, this is my truth. You guys are denying it. And I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> that I'm like, sounds like leftist. That and, I'm like, like, and I'm like, look, BS. And I'm like, look, I disagree with you. Like, hmm. and that's okay. It's but not the end of the world. But we you on knowing you. And if we're, you we're think you're so. right, explain it to us. That's what I said. I was just that's, running up. That's what I'm like disappointed by. Yeah. I wanted to hear more from each person at the table about just what they're doing and what their vision is. Because even if you don't agree with them, they're really interesting and they are doing some really big things. Right. Did he make any suggestion at all that he would come back at no. some point? No. He's no. like, I don't want to have a conversation with you guys because you guys... You know, essentially, this don't is, see the bigger truth look, of what he his his. I'm like, those are your truths. Defend your side and anything? let the best idea win. Let's at least continue the dialogue and conversation because people are going to look at you right now and, and they're going to say you can't have a debate, you can't even have a conversation. That's what I told them. But exactly. did Nick or Milo say anything back? They were just kind of snickering and laughing in the back. <laughs> it's like I don't. I mean, like, Milo like, said I'm to like, me, I'm like, we had this big opportunity right here to to have this discussion, to to debate it, to <laughs> to, to talk about it. And they were just like, no, yeah. it's not going to work. Like, and, Fine. And, That's all right. You know, it's, it, it, is, it is what we complain about with wokeness and grievance politics. He was like, it's I just want to work. He, he told me he wants to work with me on, on, on food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. literally, he's like, he was like hey, man, that I, can I, really, I, I really want to work with you on the food. <laughs> uh, but with this stuff, like, I'm just, I'm just done. I don't want to, I don't want to have this conversation. I feel like it's hard. It's like, I, I want he's, to know what this conversation would said, have been. I, I feel like without it, like, it's all speculation and it's a real missed opportunity, I think, for everyone involved here. Like, yeah. even if you feel like you're going to butt heads, I, we've had guests on who are, uh, definitely opposed to both of you at the table who are definitely willing to push back on the things you're saying and like it makes the show better I think it's better for everyone uh, when you have tension in the room to a certain degree mm-hmm. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says Nick and Milo set up yay 
set him up for what exactly? To I walk know, out man. of our studio. To Milo, walk out? Milo, at least he came well, at all. There are a lot of be, leftists, before, I'm sure, who wouldn't have even sat at this be, table. Before the show started, I was calling Milo Lord Varys. Uh, and, he, and he was screaming, don't call me that! Yeah, Stop it! And laughing. I'm like, okay, Lord, Varys. And uh, there's an aspect of this that I think is worth kind of considering when it comes to the, the kind of setting up the, the kind of larger things happening behind the scenes here that I think is worth thinking about that, you know, we, we sadly don't get a preview into. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a bunch of questions, right? So uh, we'll talk about those questions. I'll answer them on Kanye's behalf. No, I think, <laughs> I, I, uh, I think Milo is a genius just because, but, you know, Milo's a very, very smart guy mm-hmm. and he's extremely funny and he's very, very witty. And I think the most, the stupidest thing the establishment did was cancel him. The stupidest thing Republicans did was cancel him because this is Milo's revenge. Milo said on the show last time he was here that Trump supporters wanted revenge. And now the narrative going around is that what's happened with Nick Fuentes at Trump's dinner and with Ye is revenge on Trump because Trump's reeling from this. So, uh, you know what I'll do? Let me, let me, let me, let's, let's pull this up. Take a look at this tweet. We'll, we'll get a, we'll get some segments out of this. Igor Bobic. He is a, what is he? Senior politics reporter, Huffington Post. You know, we love Huffington Post. He says, GOP Senator Thune on Trump, Fuentes dinner. That's just a, that's just a bad idea on every level. Then he's got, what is it? Frank Thorpe. We cannot tolerate anti-Semitism. It's bad, says Cornyn Blunt. I've been uh, tired about responding about what President Trump did. Uh, I wouldn't want to have dinner with either of those guys. Ernst, I think it's ridiculous. The point is, every single Republican is now coming after Trump over having done this. And uh, Milo's the one who connected it. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd love to ask Milo, you said years ago that you wanted revenge over over the, the treatment that you received after being canceled. Is this it? He's such an interesting figure for a lot of reasons, but it's hard not to think in the years that they canceled him, sent him back. He just sort of, became more powerful and is now acting on some sort of master plan. I mean, this candidacy, Kanye's potential run for president is disruptive to the party. It is the same way that any third party candidate entering uh, a race can siphon off votes. We don't know what will happen if he becomes a stronger and stronger variable in this kind of dynamic. Uh, I mean, I know we speculated about if Kanye moves forward, what happens with DeSantis? Like, they really do control a lot of the narrative right now. And I think a lot of that is to Milo's credit. I think I think to respond to my uh, good conservative friends who are messaging me like, Tim, don't have these people on. They're bad people. No, no, no. I think you should all invite them on. Because I think if anything is bad for their ideas, it's exactly what just happened. Yeah. And, and yeah, when he first came here, was sincerely asking like, hey, how do I become president of the United States? I'm mm-hmm. like... We're not politicians. We're, we're we're not you know advisors here. But but you know we gave him some answers. But he he was asking that question a lot. It does seem like it's something that he seriously wants to uh, you know do. It, no. it, it, talking to Milo, Milo was like you know we, we we can't say certain things because of the FCC. Uh, but you know this is what we're you know kind of essentially. How is it looking that at. we basically had an hour conversation in this room, the pre-show, as we're getting camera and lighting corrected, and it had nothing to do with any of that stuff. Right. Talking about religion, talking about philosophy, talking about, you know, what, what it means for a potential campaign if they have one. And I'm like, this is cool stuff. This is going to be a good conversation. And then the first thing in five minutes, he's like, I want to talk about Jews. It's I like, mean, do you okay, think it's like the people, first thing out the bat? I'm like, come like, on. Really? You, was it on purpose? Do you think it's that some people come into interviews knowing like 
they're gonna they're gonna ask me about this. They're gonna because I'm sure Kanye or Yay, Whoa. I'm so bad at this. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure a lot of people go into interviews, especially when you're that big a, fig- a figure with a target on your back, thinking like some journalist is gonna sit here and get me comfortable and then hit me with one of these questions that makes me look bad. I think in some ways it must be at the forefront of your mind going into interview. Like this is the topic that everyone well, actually wants me to talk I about. Know. I, I don't even think you were going to ask about. I that. didn't think you were either. About but- about what stuff? About his views on Jewish power. I, I, I told you were gonna them mainly before, ask about the, the candidacy. News. I want to talk like about topical like our shows. Yeah. yeah, so like I had a bunch of people say to me, Tim, you need to denounce them right off the bat. And I was like, Oh, that's so tired. Like, mm-hmm. bro, anybody who, who watches my show and who's honest knows that I don't I don't care for identitarianism, racism, anti-Semitism. But Kanye West is one of the most influential guys on the planet. He's got people who genuinely love and respect him. And he's got a bunch of ideas pertaining to what it means to run for president, what, what he wants to do and why he thinks he's the best. So I'm going to talk to him about that. And then I said, even before the show, I was like, who are we kidding, guys? We, I know this is going to come up, but, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. And they're like, we get it. We get it. Well, I In think it's minutes, like they never even signed the portraits. I think Look it's kind that. of like when um, <laughs> come they're, on. they're skipping protocol. Uh, no, oh, it, it, it reminds me of uh, the times that we've had Marjorie Taylor Greene on, right? Some people will hear that you're having her on and say, you you can't do that. She's controversial. She does bad things. I don't like her. And ultimately, especially if you have some kind of tension against someone, hearing them out and getting their perspective is the best way to form your opinion accurately. And often, especially I've known with Marjorie Taylor Greene, we've had people be like, I just sort of wrote you off because of all the headlines about you. But getting to hear your side and getting to your perspective has really altered my view. Maybe it doesn't make you a fan. Maybe it does make you a fan. Hold on. Like all the media that are like deplatform, deplatform. It's like, was that not a good display of the depth of their ideology? None. Unable to withstand five minutes of questions. I wasn't mean. Mm -hmm. I did not insult him. We talked beforehand. And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? I don't, you know, I said, I don't use the word they the way you mean. I'm talking about like, and he just gets up and walks out. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to hear what I have to say about my ideas, but I have to sit here and listen to him. You know, you know what I think, man? There's a reason why Ye is who he is. They say that celebrities, all of them tend to have some, some degree of narcissism. They feel that they should be seen by everybody and thus they end up putting themselves out more, which increases the likelihood of, of fame and notoriety. Yours truly included. I don't think I'm exempt for any of this stuff. I'm sitting here putting a camera in my face, talking to it all the time, and I talk a whole lot. But I think Ye is a guy who has has risen to this position because he's assertive and because he's willing to do something like that. Right. Imagine you're talking to a guy who's got a billion dollar shoe empire, and you know that if you say the wrong thing, he's out and you've lost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he owns the conversation. He does. So that so that works for him in business. Yeah. Does not work for him in politics. Yeah. You're not going to get a single vote if you're going to storm out and not, not do anything for anybody. Right? You know, there's a lot of things to, to kind of break down and, and talk about here. I have my own theories and assertions. And if you guys don't go along with it, I'm like, yeah, that's totally cool. That's totally fine. It's not the end of the day. But I, I think it's also fair to say that he's going through a, a tremendous amount of, of pressure, uh, a lot of stress. And I, I think when he was, you know, institutionalized and drugged in 2016, I think there might be still, you know, I, I, again, I don't know here. I'm speculating maybe some larger effects here. Maybe he still hasn't recovered from that, you know, SSRIs and what was it, lithium that he was talking about? You know, those drugs have, have a severe effect on you and could affect your decision making. Um, so, you know. Well, I don't, I don't want to discredit him with that, like the mental health stuff, because a lot of people have said that I you, think can't it's worth discussing. To, you can't listen to anything Ye says because he, he's mentally ill or mm. he's off his meds. All of that stuff is just 
ad hominem. I think, you know, yeah. I'm not he's saying a 45 year old yeah. man. I, he has, he's extremely influential, powerful. He can make his own decisions. And I think that he made the wrong one tonight by walking out. I, I was, absolutely. I'm, just, I'm just, life. I'm just saying that this deserves your also. Your life is really weird, Tim. Today, you, your, you guys are here too. Well, don't look at me. It's weird for all of us. <laughs> we, we kind of. I really knew. wish that they had signed the portraits. It, it really hurts me, my perfectionist brain. Well, what, what can you do? But but it's not that they were off the meds; it's that they were forcefully put on the meds. And when you look at a lot of people that are forcefully drugged, you, you do see a lot of long-term negative kind of consequences and actions. Again, I'm not trying to excuse anything, but I think it's worth a, a discussion, uh, especially when it comes to this Harley Pasternak uh, individual, uh, the larger effects of this, the threats that were being made against them, the pressure he talked about. Uh, you know, going through a, a particular difficult before the show began a, a difficult situation with the divorce and custody with children. So again, tremendous amount of, of pressure and stress. No excuses for anything. Hey, let's debate these conversations. Let the, let's debate these ideas. Clearly, that didn't happen. Clearly, so, he wasn't ready. Uh, some really people are saying his... the whole thing was planned. Your, I feel like wait, him had, walking out, or ready? that you wanted him to walk out. Did, did they have a car ready? No. They were in the truck. They were waiting for No, they didn't have a car ready. I mean, I honestly, you know, as much as I I want this conversation, I want it for the company and I want it for the audience. Like, I have a, a, a piece of, like, I have some respect for someone who's like, look, I'm done. Like, I think so often we are in a culture that demands people continue to talk all the time. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. I am just sad that we didn't get to hear what happened at Mar-a-Lago. I am sad that we didn't get to hear more of these perspectives because this is such an interesting, interesting trio of people and it was right. worth hearing. It is worth Ima- knowing because all we can do now is speculate. Imagine sitting down with Trump too, right? Mm-hmm. Trump. Mm-hmm. I don't. He's he's walked out on some, but I don't think he would walk out like that. Yeah, I want to hear his version of events Let's of what happened here. Yeah, Trump, Trump, you got to come on now because there's also know. a lot of other reports saying that he was screaming at that particular dinner with yeah. Nick there. That there was sure a big argument. On. That there was yelling. That was uh, the point of bringing these guys on. Yeah, mm-hmm. not to like have him opine on his thoughts about an entire body of people that everyone's already heard before. Right. That's the crazy thing. He he, he like likened mm-hmm. this to a Lex Fridman interview. Yeah, yeah. it's like, bro, we're not here to talk to you about that. We're here to talk to you about your plans, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told him this before the show, and I say this. You know, I don't think I don't think Ye is crazy. Some people are like, maybe he's bipolar. It's like, dude, we were talking to him before the show. He's he he fine. was of complete sound mind. Totally. Normal. Would you do? He's something, just emotional. Like, would you do something different? Like, you let off tonight with a story about Mar-a-Lago. Would you have <laughs> no, let off with something else? I mean, I'm just no, curious because I'm like, introducing man, our format. This is why I think you know someone super chatted saying they think that this thing was staged, a, a publicity stunt, because walking out generates more press. Because it gives something, it gives the press something to write about. If they didn't storm off, the press would have been like, "Here are a few things they said." But by storming off, now there's a story about Yay, just up, throwing up and leaving, and that generates press. So it's like, but it's not positive press if you're looking for political credibility. I think that part of the reason he walked out and he's this uh, emotionally. Uh, stressed out right now is because he has the soul of of an artist and not of a politician and that's usually a good thing actually well well, if you know if there's one thing we know from milo he understand he understands that any press is good press and he kind of utilizes that to his personal benefit i don't know maybe he thought if there was a debate maybe you know things wouldn't have not looked as 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 good here and i don't know i don't think this is i mean i think we knew going in that we were going to have Five enormous personalities in this room. Serge, I'm sorry about that one, buddy, but you're much more low-key. And that anyone was bound to become more tense. It's just, it was a question of how 
this dynamic would play out. And I'm, again, sorry that it played out this way because it leaves so many questions on the table. I just don't want to speculate about mental health or the effect of pills or I don't believe this was staged, but like whatever happened, I just think that it let would me, have been an interesting conversation. Do you think me, you want to ask him to come back no. at some point in the future? No. Not tonight. But. I'm not going to ask him to come back, dude. He, he doesn't owe me anything. He doesn't have to sit on my show. He can leave whenever he wants. So here, here let me, let, let's be candid. Before the show, I get a bunch of people saying, like, are you crazy? Don't the conservatives don't host these people. They're trolls. They're anti-Semitic. How how could you platform them? There's Republicans saying, like, we don't believe in platforming these people. And I'm like, oh, OK, like when Antifa showed up to Ann Coulter's thing. I get it. That was more violent. But, dude, don't tell me about deplatforming people that are in the news on a big story, because that, that means nothing to me. Why are they there? Why are they meeting with Trump? I want to know. And if you don't want to know, that's on you. But I don't I don't take this whole deplatforming thing. Mm-hmm. That being said, right now, you've got people saying, Tim, you screwed up. It's your fault. Then I've got people saying, wow, you's a crybaby. I've got people saying you are you handed it masterfully. Masterfully, I got people saying like you did a you did a miserable job. Why didn't you you played it wrong? I don't care, guys. There's nothing I can do. I am who I am. Before the show, people were like, have you been preparing? Have you doing research? And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, all I know is. I told them what the show is. I told them what the plan is. I said, if you want to talk about that stuff, we should probably save it closer to the end because we want to talk about the news. It's what we do on the show. He didn't want to do it. He doesn't have to do it. He doesn't owe me anything. He's a rich guy. He can do whatever he wants. He got up and he left. So be it. Yeah, that's what it is. So your um, ultimate goal for this conversation was to talk about Mar-a-Lago. Did you feel like at any point today you got any information or any insight into how that dinner went? Well, we know, uh, Ye said Trump didn't know Fuentes. I think that's significant. I mean, that they basically threw Trump a life raft. Trump was was reeling from this, being accused of all of these things. And now Ye basically came out and confirmed, actually, Trump didn't know who he was. I brought him there. Oh, okay. I thought Milo set it up. Ye's like, no, that was me. And then I got in touch with Milo and Milo brought this guy and Trump didn't know who it was. I'm like, oh, okay. So, well, okay then. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe that's why they didn't want me to do the show with them because they were going to realize that Trump actually wasn't at fault. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Does it change your opinion of like, I know you've been following kind of speculation about that dinner and speculation about uh, Ye's campaign. I keep on calling him the wrong name. Does it, does this change like how you feel about this as a potential influence on 2024? You know what, man? I've heard a lot of people say that Ye could win. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for a lot of reasons, like I mentioned, because he's a celebrity and regular people know and like him, but not if that's, that's not presidential. Yay's Ye, a lot of things. He's a smart guy. They say he's crazy. I'm going to tell you, we were downstairs calmly discussing things. The dude is not crazy. Definitely not. Emotional, maybe arrogant. Sure. A lot of high profile people are. You can accuse me of that, I'm sure. And uh, I think what happened now is a display of he doesn't need anything from me. Right. He, he doesn't. And so if he doesn't get what he wants, he's done. So what do you think of the uh role of celebrities in american politics state like obviously we've had um when when trump ran for office this is like how most americans knew him right he was the celebrity apprentice he was a tv host like do we think there is a market in american politics for people who have influence but are not necessarily trained politicians i I just want to add this comment because we were talking about this when it was just the, the the it was just me you um yay and I think uh, Cassandra, and he talked about specifically how Donald Trump was like the jo- Michael Jordan of politics because he he ch- he uh, he changed the NBA and made it something totally different. And he was specifically referring to how the political game has been changed, how it is totally different, how it's not just 
you know, predominantly obeying and worshiping a certain political politician that changes his tone when he's with a certain group. So uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this future campaign is going to be unfolding because right now it doesn't look uh, promising. I don't know if any campaign will unfold. That's yet to be seen. Well, that's not from, you know, the information we got from. I want to give a shout out to uh, Danny Polishchuk. Am I pronouncing your name wrong? Danny. We've had him on the show before. He's, he's, he's a good dude. He's funny. He says, crazy that the one thing Kanye has been talking about for two months somehow got brought up on the show. Ha I know. We never could have expected it. I don't know what we were thinking. Yeah, we knew. We, we knew exactly what was going to come up. And I told them outright. I literally said to them, like, if you guys want to bring that stuff up, I'm not just going to sit there and let you just say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we know, we know, we know. And I was like, and I, and, and like, who am I kidding? It's going to come up. But we have an opportunity to talk about the news. And they're like, right, right. Okay. So yeah, you didn't want to do it. How no, do you, on him. like, I feel like people love levy against you. Sometimes they'll call you anti-Semitic or they'll call you me? far right. Yeah. Nobody I feel like they, that. people level, well, they call you negative things. Like, how do you deal with it? If someone was in an interview and was like, there's an, there's a news outlet that tried calling me alt-right and had issued an apology and a retraction. So you go after they them. were like Tim Pool, who is mixed race, is not alt right. We apologize for the for those statements. So is that generally like if you're in an interview and someone's starting to kind of push back against you, like is what's your protocol? For what? Like if someone accuses me of something that it's not true or whatever? Yeah, or is like you often talk about this and we don't agree with it. Okay. You just let it go. What am I? What, what, what am I supposed to say? Like I, I, I think it's funny. Uh, Gizmodo reported May of I think it was like 2018 that conservatives were being censored on Facebook. And so then I'm on Twitter like, wow, look at this. Conservatives are being censored on Facebook. And then they're like, Tim Pool falsely believes conservatives are being censored on Facebook. And I'm like, wait, what? Yo, I believe what I believe. I said that Kyle, the Kyle Rittenhouse story was one of the things that convinced me to vote for Donald Trump because I saw how insane things were getting. And this was so extremely dire. And uh, it was, it was, it was a, you know, a lot of factors. And then I get the media reporting like negatively that I said that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care if you view it negatively. I literally said that. Mm-hmm. Trump pinned the tweet to his page. It mattered to me. You yeah. know, if it matters to me, I'll talk about it. Yeah. I think, like, the thing that I've always known from being around you is, like, you... There's protests in China. Is that There's is that because of, of you? in China. Because of this? We're no. so influential. That's no. Let's go. No, no, no. No? No. So we're just, like, fact-checking you. We're going to put you on the view, Hannah. <laughs> you better stop right now. I don't like this at all. Uh, but, no. I mean, what about you, Luke? I feel like people push back on you all the time. Have you ever walked out of an interview? No. No? Uh, but, again, if you're going to say... Some crazy stuff. Be prepared to back it up. Um, have some yeah. facts. You're going to make some claims. Back it up. Let's have a debate. Let's have a conversation. Let the best idea win. That right. didn't happen today, and that just sucks. Yeah. You know what, man? It I mean, he reacted as if you led the interview like, so, you're anti-Semitic. I know. He kind of said <laughs> go, it, he said it up himself. He said it up himself from the very beginning. He's like, yeah. I don't know if we should do this. I'm just going to do this. And I'm like, why are you setting this up this way? Like, you know, there was no so much, setup. To be there, fair, he, his setup. I probably yeah. should have said, I probably should have been like, yay, I hear you, man. I respect what the story you're getting to. You want to hold off on that for a little bit? Maybe we'll talk about the news and then we can bring this stuff up. Mm-hmm. He probably would have been like, all right. I feel like there was a semantic issue here when you use the term they and then we had yes. everyone sit off and be like, yeah. well, we like, can like, we use the English we language? Just, <laughs> let's just keep going with the conversation here, team. Let's keep moving on. Like, because that's... Uh, that's yes, we, who, who do I mean by they? We should have been like, like, a bunch of... No! Like, no! Like, as soon like, as he said, I shouldn't do this. Like, yes, you shouldn't. Stop. Just, wait. <laughs> now, wait. We're going to be talking about this. Let's hold on. Or you should have been hold like... Hold on. Look, this is work. At this time, we usually go to Super Chaps. Right before that, I'll give you the nod and you can go into whatever you need to talk about. No, but then it would have... We would have... Like, I would... like 
there's things that I need to bring up and other people need to bring up that that's counter to some of the, their he, ideas he that need to be talked about. He didn't want to have a conversation. He thought he was going to come in here and be able to say whatever he wanted uninterrupted and unimpeded and no one would question him. That's just not the real world. Sorry, man. I think Ye is a very smart guy. And you know what's sad? I said too, look, man, I get all that stuff. Like the, the Fridman stuff. It's stupid to, to keep bringing that up. I had people call me and they were like, Tim, the first thing you got to do when you shut the show is denounce anti-Semitism. And I was like, oh, that's so dumb. It's so tired. Yeah, and we talked about it and they were like, you think Ye is going to be happy that you're coming out right away and being like, I denounce what you say. And I'm like, everybody knows what he said. Anybody honest knows I think it's bad. I just don't agree with him on it. We need to talk about other things. And you know what I said? I want to talk about how you've succeeded in business. Because we, we were talking earlier, and one of the people who work here said, yeah, he's been able to go into every industry that's rejected him and flip it on its head and, and sort of take over. And I'm like, I want to hear that. I want to hear how it is that he's so influential. I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen. So it's like... It's not every personality who can do that. Look, I've, I've been to Antifa protests. I've, I was at Occupy Wall Street. Luke was there too. This is the mentality that we have consistently argued against. This is the same, like, you know, for the people who are fans of the show, how many people have stormed off the show? I'm not going to bring up these individuals, but y'all know. It's not people who hold logical, classical, liberal views, who believe in meritocracy, or who believe in having a good idea. It's people who emotionally believe a singular group of people are the cause of their problems. Mm -hmm. They can't handle a discussion about it. When you ask someone a question, I'll put it this way. If someone doesn't have an answer to a, 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 an ideology they assert, they typically retreat to an emotional response. It's a defense mechanism. I'm hurt by this person. How did they hurt you? How dare you deny my truth? Yeah. A logical person says, well, they, they, they robbed my house. Yeah. And there, is, is there a big difference between someone pointing to all white males being responsible for their problems to what other people make, making those statements as well? Is there a big difference? I, I don't think so as well. I also feel partly responsible for this because I, I told Cassandra to get Kanye on the show. I also was, <laughs> I was responsible for the other guests that also there, there was almost a fist fight here with. Uh, Leonard, bringing the controversy uh, everywhere he goes. L- listen here, want to be Hannah Montana. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel responsible, what? so I apologize. It's all my fault. I don't get it. I'm sorry to the audience Look, members for bringing bringing. No, on I this. think sorry for my, party my, my, my Twitter DMs are lighting up right now from a bunch of high profile people that are commenting like they just destroyed themselves. Like it doesn't look good. They they did not defend their ideas. They couldn't handle like. Uh, here's the thing. I'm getting criticized because they're like, Tim, why were you letting them say those things? <laughs> they barely pushed back. But I got I like 10 like words that, out. <laughs> no. They were on for 12 minutes. Uh, no. 27. 27. That's true. 27. No, that's but a I good number. Like, I like that number. number. Honestly, that's the mark. Donald Trump, if you come on and can make it to 28, you win. <laughs> we'll Set ta- the we'll, new record. We'll take it. You can and... do it. 29, we basically let you stay in Tim's oh, chair. Man. No, but I think that's one of like the best things that could have happened in this scenario like if if it was inevitable if we were doomed to have them lock out i don't believe it was staged uh the best thing that you could have offered them was a platform like that dinner is so interesting so many people want to know what happened and so many want people want to hear from them like this is a chance to mm-hmm. get that side and it was presented to them like you platformed them for them to be themselves and but the truth is they don't like they, it's true what tim said they don't need this platform they could have used it to their advantage nonetheless, but they didn't need this platform. He could have gone on any any social media and said what yeah. he needed to say about the dinner. But it's specifically the format that it's a conversation that matters, and yet 
The and expectation was a monologue? Well, and it's the news. Like, that was one of the things I was really excited about was to, like, have you pull up the stories about, like, what's going on with the World Cup and hearing, you know, Ye respond to them. Because, again, yeah. if he is pursuing a political platform, like, I... Uh, I'm sorry to do this. I don't know a ton about his positions on things. So it really would have been interesting to hear someone who is potentially pursuing the office like that uh, give his perspective because I'm sure they're interesting. Like Kanye is a really (laughs) interesting person. He's a really unique thinker. And I think that that is what we are all excited about tonight. Like we just want to know how, like when when Ye reads the news, how does he come out out of it the other side? I don't know. I'm reading Leonard's the chat. smirking over here. I don't know what's I'm happening. I'm reading the chat chat room right now. And every Man. time I read the chat, I have a I have a great time. Well, I, the, I, the I, thing, most of the time I'm I'm on this show. I'm usually snickering in the corner here, yeah, reading all the chats. We don't see about Lewis is like he has three different screens up, and you can see the chat going on one of them. I got an yeah, idea for a segment. <laughs> what is it? Oh, we're still doing news. Yeah, okay. hold on. This, um, we're still rolling. Let me see if I can find this Sir, story. You're doing great, buddy. Hey, hold on, hold on. Uh, give, me a, give me a second. You guys talk about stuff while I Google, while I search for something. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter, go ahead. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to sit here and present my own thought. I think we should have another three-guest show. I think that, of course, we should have uh, Lucas here back, but then we should have Donald Trump, Elon Musk, and Taylor Swift. I know that's important to all of you. Oh. It's important to me. I like to have a diverse. Uh, that would be tech an amazing chemistry. I just really feel like we could all learn something about the cross section of American culture mm-hmm. if we brought. I think those that Taylor people. and Elon would have some beautiful babies. Do you think he's asked her? Do you think all he's right. been like? Oh Look. yeah, we definitely. Got a, we, got a, we got a segment wow. for first thing tomorrow morning from Breitbart.com. Kanye canceled by Kanye walks out of Tim Pool interview when asks to defend asked oh. to defend his anti-Semitism. I mean, the yeah. bias is that is spicy. Evident, but, but like, here's here's the crazy thing about it. I I I was like letting him speak about it. I said, okay, if that's what so some people are like Tim, you know, you should you should have just let him speak. And he Tim only wanted to talk about Trump because Trump's a safe subject, and he was scared about being banned. And I'm like, we said, okay, we're going to talk about it. Right. But we let him start talking about it. See, see we, we also you also have, were like defend your anti-Semitism. No, that wasn't was what like, you asked no, 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 to no, no, do. No, 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 it would have been a it would have been a comfort it would have been a conversation that that would have exchanged different ideas. There was different ideas coming from different points of view here that obviously would have clashed. The audience could have decided which idea is better. Me and Tim were sitting here with some of let, let's be honest here some of the smartest, most intelligent, most uh, creative minds in the entire political, social industry. And we were ready to have a conversation. We were ready to challenge our beliefs, their beliefs, and, and, and to come up with a discourse. We came here for that conversation. The other side left. And... I just feel like I don't get it though. I don't get yeah. it. See, that's what I think the thing is. Like I think the accusation of being anti-Semitic is so radioactive that it puts everyone involved on the defensive. Both the people who want to um, respond to the accusation and the people who are levying the accusation. And I can only imagine in Connie's position that you are or in Ye's position. I am so sorry, Ye. Uh, that you are tense to be prepared to respond to it because you're on the you're, you are on the defensive all the time. I, and I want to shout out. Hey, Greg, Greg Price, you're wrong. He says, yay, got up and left the TimCast studio less than 10 minutes into the show. Not true. You tweeted it at 825, bro. The show got, went live at 759. Yeah. It's 26 minutes, 25 on the clock. But uh, it is what it is. I thought I thought we were going to have that conversation in a member. I, I thought yay, I thought yay wanted to actually like defend his position on it. 
Yeah. That's I, what I was hoping. If for. you're gonna make some claims, back it up. Well, and like, right. what what would you have liked to have heard from him? Like, how would you look? My like, view have, on like, it is to present it. So, like, we had Bannon on, and Bannon knows that if you question the 2020 election, YouTube gives you a strike. But he also knows I don't agree with him on it, and yeah. so he like it was funny because he like he he knows, and he looks over at Lydia and he's like, I can say that, can I? And then he starts saying, you know, talking about Donald Trump and fraud and stuff. And I was like, dude, now you brought up, we're going to talk about it. Okay. And Bannon entertained the conversation of me disagreeing with him. Mm. Bannon's a savvy, smart guy. When uh, we had, I think the first time we had him on and and he and I argued about the election, I said, Trump got anti-elected because people assumed that Biden's approval rating was his, his, uh, the enthusiasm for Biden was so low, he couldn't possibly win, but somehow did. And I said, but did you look at the polls showing enthusiasm against Trump? It was higher than enthusiasm for Trump, according to some pollsters. Mm-hmm. And then Bannon was like, yeah, I like that. He was anti-elected. I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. That's it's, it's, it's very good. How often do you have a guest on whose views are difficult to talk about on YouTube? Because I, oh. especially the vaccine stuff, I feel like we've had some where it's just, it's just hard to talk about it. Like, I remember we had the uh, Surgeon General on from Florida. But, but also, he, he said everything he needed. He was but, a government official. But, but, but you know, Ye had two people in his corner that are working with him that are also, how do I say this? Uh, <laughs> master debaters uh, that, that, that could talk about these, these uh, subjects you're that 12. have been, I just that have been ta- 12 years old. That have been talking about these subjects for years and, of course, are ready to debate them. So he had people in his corner that were here with him for him, ready to uh, have his side. There's three against two when it came to this conversation. Do you Someone wish that you re- guys had gotten like more time to talk to Nick or more time to talk oh, to yeah. Milo? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I My, mean, Milo was really interesting when he was on the show, and some people have said it's like one of the like some high profile individuals reached out and said that, that was one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's it's really interesting to hear his thoughts. Mm-hmm. Someone pointed out uh, Robert Spencer in super chat said Milo is purposely making Ye look bad because he really wants Trump to win. Hmm. hmm. Do you think I don't understand? I don't, I don't, but, I don't understand that. Logic. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really I don't, think that's how he operates. Um, this, like, but I, I, I sorry, to interrupt. No, but I, I thought, like, with them getting Fuentes invited to to the Trump dinner, that was like really bad for Trump. Right. He's getting like every Republican coming out against him. Like they seriously caused harm to Trump. If if Milo wanted revenge, that was it. Definitely. This negated all of that. Mm-hmm. Ye came out and said, nope, Trump didn't know who Fuentes was. Right. Milo's the one who invited him. Okay, so Trump's in the clear now. So now I have no idea what their plan was. Maybe yeah. just trolling, fun, notoriety, you know. It might all get overshadowed, unfortunately. All of that information might get overshadowed. Who knows? Do you think uh, the Ye campaign could meet the filing requirements to run for president? Like, right now, it's a hypothetical. It's, there's nothing in documentation, right? We don't have a paper trail of an informal campaign. I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely confused by whatever it is they're trying to accomplish, to be completely honest. Yeah. Just trolling or something. So what do you think's the best outcome from this? This, this you know, uh, look, if you're, if you're someone who disagrees with their views, I think they just shoved their face into the mud. Hmm. Like, I didn't even, yo, come on. I've got people criticizing me saying I didn't push back hard enough and I shouldn't have let him say those things. And I'm like... But then there's also the framing that you're like the hero that asked him to defend his (laughs) anti-Semitism. Yeah. Like, choose a framing, right? Also, like... those things are true, though. We got 
not even a quarter of the way through the show. Like, right. Yeah. There wasn't like, enough time. Like, at least give Tim a chance. Yeah. Let's let some rapport de- develop. We'll, <laughs> well have a... I mean, they tried to do just that in the pre-show, but it didn't yeah. work. Oh, I'm sorry, Serge. We did, in fact, get the recorder. My, yes. my, my false recording. Officially, a fo- this is real life, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like people who blame their problems on groups of people. I, like, when Occupy Wall Street did it with the 1%, I said... I mentioned this earlier, like you've got wealthy individuals backing you. Uh, you've got obviously people who blame Jewish people. You've got people who blame white people. And I'm like, man, stop blaming everybody else for your problem and roll up your sleeves and chop some lumber, work hard. Mm. I get it. You know, I was mentioning this earlier. I talked to it. I was talking to a woke dude years ago and he said, people don't understand what it's like growing up being like a brown skin, like Hispanic dude in this country where all the billboards and everything are white people. Every move you see is white people. Who am I supposed to look up to? So we look up to people in other countries. We look to people who look like us. And my response was, I think it's unfortunate that you need, that you see race as a thing you need, as a requirement for what you need to look up to. But I do understand you have a family. Every day you see your dad, you look up to your dad. He looks like you, you look like him. But then you look at what this, the, the country is promoting and none of these people look anything like you. So I, I, can, I can certainly get that. I, 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 hear, I hear you. But the reality is there may be dominant groups in every country. In China, it's, the white supremacy is meaningless. It's, it's, it, it's Chinese. If you're a Uyghur Muslim, you're in serious trouble. It ain't the white people oppressing you. In the United States, the majority of the country is white and Christian. But you can succeed and you can become a billionaire. Ye did it. Mm-hmm. And then when he encounters problems with it, he decided the problem was Jewish people. I'm like, I think it's particular Do individuals think- who have it out for you, bro. Not, not like, bro, the Jewish people who work at this company have literally nothing to do with Ye's troubles. Is that what he said? Like, that was how he ultimately viewed his problems or? Yes, because I, I was like, I, what, what, what did they, they mention? I said, what about Bezos? What about, you know, Shane Smith? What about uh, Elon? And Bill they're like, Gates. oh, they all work for Jewish people. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Bill Gates? Come on, man. I'm sorry, dude. I can't buy that. I, I, look, Vice is a great example. I, well, I said this. If you really believe that, I think this might have been before the show. I was like, how do you explain my show? And he said, because God is on our side. I'm like, what, dude? Like, you can't say that if someone is against me, it's a specific group of people. And if we're winning, it's because God is here with us. Either you as an individual, regardless of race, gender, orientation, identity, can succeed or you think everyone is underneath the boot of some group of people. So what role do you think identitarian thinking has on the American uh, public? Because I do think the points about like we isolate uh, certain racial votes, we use them as blocks to win. Identity politics and identitarianism aren't necessarily the same. They overlap. Identitarianism is government based on identity. Mm-hmm. So or, or, you know, so I, I should be careful about how I, how I say that. And I should probably try to clarify better. If you think that you are inhibited in any way, or, or I should say, if you believe it is impossible because of your identity, then you are, it is a disservice. Like you are being lied to. There are, uh, there are people I know from uh, the Philippines who may, who, who are wealthier. Actually, I think it's like Filipino immigrants make like 90K to 120K on average in the United States. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, it's not the race of the individual. It is their perseverance, their willingness to work really, really hard. I think the problem with identitarianism or uh, identity grievance politics is that you start to believe you can't succeed because of immutable characteristics, seek to blame another group of people, and then you get chaos, violence. And that's what we see with, you know, from Occupy to the Antifa to the BLM stuff. 
Black Lives Matter going on protesting, calling white, calling black people white supremacists. I'm like, you see, you see where the ideology is bankrupt. So you get Candace Owens, who's a, Owens, who's a black woman who has conservative opinions, and they call her a white supremacist. It's like, okay, your race-based politics are bankrupt. That makes no sense to me. They claim that Luke, being Polish, is a person of color, and we joke about it all the time because Luke is a white, blue, blue-eyed, blonde-haired man. Hey, my people's struggles are real. <laughs> uh, but, but there's a problem with generalizations. There's always exceptions to the rules. And I think when you speak in overgeneralizations, whether you're blaming one particular race or all particular white men for your problems, you're just being intellectually lazy. Um, I, I think there, there could be a real discussion to be had on a lot of very powerful people on a lot of very bad people but w- once you just start making lazy generalizations you do, you you hurt yourself and you hurt the major claims that oh. you're making because you're also going after innocent people you're al- you're also going after people who have nothing to do with your ills or your problems you, you're going after people who of course aren't the source of your you problem and you're just and you're just pointing fingers and you're just hold on and you're just pointing fingers at them, which is not fair. Mary's going to walk out. <laughs> this yeah, is why the conversation with Kanye needed to occur, because I don't necessarily think that he is just making lazy generalizations to blame a group of people for his problems. I, his problems are not ordinary problems mm-hmm. that ordinary people face. And to the extent that we still operate mm-hmm. on a meritocratic system, that is how Kanye became the success story that he is. But I think that he's trying to point out ways that his success is now being used against him. And he feels like he's being used as an instrument or a cog in a much larger machine. He doesn't know what to call it, maybe. Or uh, he's not impugning it for the right reasons. But that machine does need to be investigated and talked about. That didn't happen tonight. And that's what's so unfortunate about it. There was just like, there was too, too much miscommunication here right, for that right, right. to happen. He said at the beginning of the interview, it's like, I'm I'm not allowed, like they can lump together the black vote, but I can't lump together this group's vote or what, you know, mm-hmm. something to that extent. I'm paraphrasing here. And I find that interesting. I do think that we feel, I've always believed that Americans are extremely uncomfortable talking about race and that makes it almost impossible to make any progress on that front because mm-hmm you are so afraid of saying the wrong thing. And that's what I think would have been maybe the best outcome of this conversation is to get someone else's perspective who right now is willing to take a huge risk. I I know what you're saying. Like, definitely there are people who are willing to blame their problems on, you know, everything's out to get me. This is by, you know, this is, the, the system is, is rooted for me to fail. But I also think that there are, uh, I think the way we view race has creeped so much into our government that we do have systems that specifically are designed to lift people up and unfortunately can make the playing field unlevel and hurt some groups of people. Mm -hmm. I don't think that we're able to fundamentally unpack how we view race in this culture because it's become kind of a left-wing taboo. Ian is back. What's up, guys? No, Ian, Ian. (laughs) All right. I want to, I want to. Yeah. Grant, come hop in, brother. So here's here's I want to I want to tell you. They something. were uh, Nick was afraid of your crystal rocks. By the way, he was, he was like, please, someone move these rocks for me, please. Before the show, when we were all talking, I would like Kanye would be in the middle of, of an idea, and I would be nodding along, and I would, I would put up a few fingers. This is what I do when I signal like I've got a thing to say. Like pe- people often say, like you know, Tim interrupts all the time. I do, but. You know, it's a show where we, we, we do cut each other off. Maybe I do a little too much. Look, I try. But I often do. I'll hold my hand up and like nod along like 
either because we got to change the subject, go on to a new segment or go to Super Chats. When I would do that, Ye would immediately stop and be like, you want to say something? And I'd be like, oh, keep going. I was going to, after you're finished. Like before the show, he was totally like, I put my hand up and he'd be like, yes. Observation I had, reason I came up here, I was watching the show and listening. And and, uh, I think Kanye is an empath. He's a, he works off Ye. Thank you, yay. You changed I your name, brother. I'm struggling with this. Um, and he works off tone, like big time tone. And in a room like this with six people, when one person asks somebody else a question and then the third person answers and then everyone's like, that's why he was thinking of seven things at once at that right before he got up and walked out. So it's just a different way to communicate. Yeah, I think, it, I think you're totally right. In this room, it's very hard to sometimes mm-hmm. tell. Like it can feel like someone's not on your side more than they actually are, or there's more tension maybe because people get animated and then you have to look over here and then the screen changes. Like you've been doing the show for a long time at this point. Like I know you probably feel that too. And like you can't totally get the rhythm because at any time someone else is going to jump in. Free, yeah, it's like being in a tornado a lot of times. Mm-hmm. A really enjoyable tornado, but if you're not used to it. <laughs> that's why it's confusing to hear him compare it to the Lex Friedman podcast because that's one-on-one. You're yeah. talking for nearly four hours together. You have complete and utter freedom and I feel to like- say whatever you want. But then this is supposed to be a conversation that pinballs around. That's nothing like Lex Friedman. Right. I feel like what he was saying is he was, he was expecting to be, um, I guess, scripted questions or some kind yeah. of narrative or something else that was beneath I, what was happening or ulterior. That's what he was referring to. Or, speak, or just allowed to monologue. About. Right, exactly. Which wasn't, yeah. which has never been the case for the show. It's never been like yeah. that. That's why I like it. That's why I watched it. People well, wonder maybe why. Maybe he wasn't familiar with like your viewpoints or how you do things. I told him before the show, if you guys expect to talk about this stuff, I'm going to push back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Hmm. Well, like we, that, that's why I, I'm like, when people are like, they staged it, I'm like, okay, maybe think about this. As I stated earlier, if they stayed on the show and said things that everyone already knew they thought, what's the, what's the story? If they get up and storm out, the story wrote, was, was, was put up on the internet within a minute of it happening. Yay, storms out of interview. And they never got their ideas challenged or questioned. Exactly. They had two people that for, for especially the one, mo- for years that, that were specifically debating this issue, that, that were arguing this issue, that, that again, were studying this issue. We came to, to, to of course, have that conversation. They didn't want to have Does it. Does walking the, the, out just mean all publicity is good publicity? Yes. The moment we got into the point of any kind of adversarial questioning, they were done and they walked out. They didn't have to have their ideas challenged, but they got the PR. I'm, I feel like the hu- human race right now is coming together like with the internet. And we're just at this weird stage of our evolution where you get these really different people. We're forced to come together. We have no choice. If we're going to survive and create, you know, American republicanism and freedom and stuff, we have to work with people that we do not understand or like half the time sometimes. And, and it's, it's just a weird, like, a, it's like mixing oil and water. You know, you see these weird ex- environments and things where it's too much for somebody one day and then the next day you're still friends, you know. I digress, but I, I think it's to be expected, these kind of things, and it's not like a bad thing. It's well, just, you're also like an empath kind of. Ian. Very I don't much. know. I, yeah, yeah. Maybe so, it would have gone differently and better if you had been in the room, actually. I think... There's always more, you know? It's worth seeing in all perspectives. Yeah. I think i do it again. We'll do you're it again. You're someone who, well, like, when I talk to you, I feel like you are 1,000% attentive to what I'm saying, and maybe the format that Kanye was in... Sorry, Ye, was in here uh, without you involved in the conversation just didn't feel that way like he didn't feel heard 
we did have a good conversation before a show about Parlor, and I'm like, I, I want yeah. it. I what did you think about Parlor? Well, I want to federate it with Minds, uh, Rumble, and Twitter, mm-hmm. so that they can all interoperate. And he was like, "What's that exactly?" And we talked about that. Yeah. He was super down with yeah. that. We I, didn't get to talk about graphene yet, but we will. We will. You have plans? You're gonna call him later. I mean, I think one of the things is Mile has been on the show before, so hopefully he would have familiar familiarized Kanye with like the format, and maybe that was just not like lost in translation. Would you have Nick back on his own? Ian, handle it for five minutes. You got a brother. Okay, would you have Nick back on his own? Like, can we have these guests separately or was the power of the interview that all three at, were here? At this point, every day, every way, I'd have all three of those guys back on their own. They each deserve to speak um, and hopefully they'll get a chance to. Uh, I I personally would have. I'm a very open-minded, um, sometimes maybe a little too radical, a little too eccentric. I'll have people on that like, why are you interviewing the devil, Ian? Well, I mean, let's find out why people think he's so evil. Let's get down to it. Yeah. Did it take you a while to adjust to this format? Because it is like with looking at the news and responding to it, like you're not necessarily here to discuss your expertise. Did that take you a minute to fall into line yeah, with? Yeah. First, it felt like a jam session. I was treating it like a jam session. Yeah. Me and Tim would come in. I'd make as much noise as he was. We were just <laughs> splattering it. And he would get frustrated and kept getting it. And it was like, this is at one point he, he kind of said, listen, I'm the orchestra. Like I'm the, the, the what do they call it? The guy that's leading the orchestra. Conductor. I, I, Tim's like, I'm the conductor. I'm like, that's right. I'm first trumpet. It's not a jam session. We're not equals here. Tim is, is conducting this environment. At least that's how I treat the, the yeah, show. Yeah, I do. It's called Tim Cast. Yeah. You know. It's not called All of Us Cast. No, not Communist Cast. If right. you're not having your ideas challenged, what are you doing? I yeah. mean I mean, come on. Yeah. And we, we talk over each other. Me and Tim disagree. We argue, we debate all the time. We had a big debate about Bill Gates and we saw things differently. We had a whole debate about, you know, the the jabs. We had a whole debate about so many different issues. And it, it's fine. You know, it's okay. And I think, you know, more and more, you're you're seeing a lot of parallels from the left on the right. So, you know, a lot of the wokeness, a lot of the blaming everything on, on generalizations, mm-hmm. a lot of the kind of more emotional-based aspects, a, a lot of the 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 kind of ways that people handle themselves asking for more government intervention i i think it's almost directly the same in in a lot of instances and i I think that's a fair critique that needs to be criticized especially with people calling for more government especially people for uh who are trying to blame everything on one particular group i i i think more than ever we need conversation we need debate we need paradigms uh, shattered we need them broken we need to get rid of this thinking that that some man or some government is going to come in and fix everything for you because they're not no one's coming to save you you can only save yourself personal responsibility decentralization localized community efforts are the way that this is going to be solved here listen listen here listen here ghost girl stop (laughs) interrupting me and Hannah Hannah Claire stop being rude listen listen Listen, you women go start your own view show. Stop being rude and interrupting <laughs> me. I'm, 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 I'm talking here about a specific. Crisis. Thank you very I'm much. I'm talking about a very specific issue that I think is worth mentioning now because, uh, again, there are a lot of parallels between the left and the right. They're essentially calling for the same thing, acting the same way, and and representing them the same way. Now, you women go squawk at each other. No, <laughs> <laughs> go I'm ahead. serious though. Lee, is there a specific story you would have liked to discuss with Connie tonight? I mean, that was the thing that yeah. I really with. I am so sorry. I'm not doing this on purpose. Hannah, I'm just you, not you know that this. we already re- we, Hannah, we went over oh, this. We already like ta- we already hate... talked about this. Like, it's like I when said, yes. I already, I already like like Hannah. We already talked about. It. We we I said, hey, we, we I wish we would have talked about this, this, and this. I, I no, but I'm just that. curious. Can you remind me what you said? Um, Harley Pasternak, the Canadian psychological mm-hmm. operations. Uh, Dave Chappelle essentially warning uh, on Oprah what what he went through 
seems like exactly what Kanye went through, and this is what Ye went through, and this is why I, I specifically brought up um, him being institutionalized because I, I think there's a bigger conversation to be had with this Canadian military guy who worked in psychological operations that is one of the bigger players in Hollywood. What do you I think know there's about a bigger, him? I think there's a bigger conversation to have about that. There's a bigger conversation to have about Balenciaga and all the occult secret stuff that they've been kind of showing to the point where they have now deleted their Instagram and their Twitter. I think there's a bigger conversation to have about, you know, JP Morgan and Chase and, and Jeffrey Epstein. So these were the issues that I really wanted to get into because I thought they were extremely important to to highlight the the larger parallels of what he's warning about to how other people have been affected by it. And when I brought up the meds before, specifically, I, I think it's, it's worth talking about because when you look at uh, the text message that he released between himself and Harley Pasternick, who uh, essentially looks like he was the one that institutionalized him because he he was at his home. He's the one that 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 was threatening to to drug him and to put him in zombie land forever to the point where playing with his children wasn't going to be the same ever again. Yeah. That that was a huge threat made against Ye. Definitely. Right. This is this is why I, I think it's important to talk about SSRIs, uh, psychotropics, uh, all the drugs, especially with the way that they have affected individuals like Jordan Peterson uh, to, to think that these drugs that that big pharma gives out like they're just candy doesn't have any long term mental effects, I think, is is a conversation that that should be had. It shouldn't be a controversial one. Why since clearly think, there's there's a link there. Why do you think people are afraid to talk about this? Ian, you might have views on this, too. Like, why do you think SSR? or you know they call them mood stabilizing drugs or whatever like why do you think people are so afraid to discuss that well there's a big industry there's a huge big pharma industry that Mm -hmm. that has their money in their hands and everywhere Mm -hmm. that i think is worth criticizing that i think is worth talking about and this is why i i I wanted to bring up the. do you feel the same way about like lithium or antipsychotic drugs as you do about ssris I, I think uh, there's a far bigger portion of the population taking SSRIs than antipsychotic right. medication. Exactly. I, I think I think the a lot of a lot of the the um, studies, a lot of the, the the findings haven't really been officially kind of delved out. I think each person is unique. Each person is individual, just like their brain chemistry. Um, and once you start tinkering and messing around with people's brain chemistry when they're all different, I, I think this leaves for a recipe uh, for disaster. So uh, as far as those two particular uh, different kind of substances. I'm not an expert. I'm not a scientist. I'm not here trying to give you guys any kind of medical advice. That's the last thing I would want to do. I know you would want me to be, but I'm not, Hannah. Calm down there. I believe, Lee, that you could be the world's best doctor. Go back to Poland, do the medical school. I I, I know you would, but... (laughs) What uh, kind of doctor would you be? Did you ever want to go to medical school? I I have a lot of jokes that I could make here right now, but I won't. Doctor philosophy. No, but I'm being serious. Like, did you... You've always been interested in wellness ever since I've known you. Like, have you ever wanted to study medicine in any, like, serious capacity? Well, yeah. I don't think you need licenses or permission to to study anything. I've been looking into a lot of the the scientific studies when Dr. Drew was, was... on. We talked about uh, Paxlovid. I thought that was a very interesting, important conversation to have. And I think I've, I've held my weight when it came to debating mm-hmm. a lot of those uh, very important, controversial ideas. But um, again, everyone has their own decision. And this is what uh, me and Ye were, were talking about when we first saw each other. He picked up a bar. I'm like, you don't want that. That's poison. Mm-hmm. Here, let me get you some good stuff. And we got him some stuff without any seed oils, without any high fructose corn syrup. And I'm like, you don't want to touch this. You don't want to touch this. You want to be careful of this. And he was, and this is why he, when he left, as he was leaving, he was like, am I detained? I'm like, you're not detained. He's like, I want to work with you on food. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> 
it's like you don't you don't owe us anything. It's fine. You exchange numbers. No. Do, uh, do you feel didn't. like the American public is generally empowered to like be a like? Do they know enough about nutrition or Absolutely medical not. industry? Like, what would be the best way to change that in your perspective? Because you are you are sort of self educated in this in this sphere. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, each person the the best health advice I could give to an individual is to. Do what is right for you as an individual. Nothing is an all-cure answer to everything. Everything is based on an individual. You got anything to report? Because I'm, I'm gonna, back. I'm about to piggyback off what you're saying, Luke, about Kanye maybe having stress. Or yay, sorry, yeah. buddy. Having well, stress. I, I don't know if it's fair to, to, to kind of speculate, but I think it's yeah. fair to have that discussion right. and the, uh, based off what happened to him, those text messages, and how the industry tries to control people with these psychotropic it, drugs and has tried to do it with Dave Chappelle, who on record came out and said there was people running around me saying that I was crazy trying to get me to take these big pharma drugs. He escaped to Africa and literally ran away from $50 million in a contract because he felt like he was going to be forcefully drugged by people in the industry that are trying to control him and trying to feminize him and dress him up as a little girl. There's a big difference between taking drug and being drugged. I have a very close friend that was drugged. It, he still has post-traumatic stress from the experience. It's not just the memory of the of the woe, the walls are moving around. It's like, who did this to me? Am I even safe? Is right. life even real? Yeah. Right. And that follows you for, or can follow someone for years. So I think there's a, that conversation could be had. I'd like to talk to Kanye about, I mean, if we were like going deep one night and about our past and stuff and you're like, do you have post-traumatic stress? All right, let's go to Super Chat. Sorry. No, let's that's, go to thank Super you chats. for the segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just... Just that you're tired We're of looking at my phone. He's no, like, no, no, "This no. is my show. Don't forget I'm it." Getting, I'm getting. I'm. My phone's getting slammed. I got a bunch of people messaging me. Uh, it's funny. A lot of the people who are like, "Don't do this, Tim," are now going, "You did a good thing tonight, Tim." We didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. What did we do? We didn't do nothing. They're gonna reframe it to the point where they said, "Tim Pool kicks Kanye out oh, of the studio." We should put a bet right Sorry, now bro. on like which way this gets fun. Like banishes Ye out of his studio for anti-Semitic or rant. Now, platforms <laughs> terrible people. I wanna. I wanna announce. Um, you know, we were gonna have a members-only show which mm-hmm. I guess we don't have, but we do still have a members-only segment with them. So we had a crew go out and film them on their journey here, and then I guess what they were doing before they got here, I'm assuming they filmed them on the way out. So we'll, we'll have at least that up, I suppose. But um, let's read some of these Super Chats. And I'll, and I'll try and read as many people as, who, who like yes. and don't like People are saying so we many. should have talked about fish sticks. <laughs> People have pointed that out. All right. Bo Rye says, sorry, Ye is a freaking baby. Tim put up hardly any resistance and just simply asked what he means. How can you be president if you can't even explain yourself? He has to talk to media politicians if he's president. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, dude, if he was going to be running for president, it would have been just someone yelling at him the whole time. You know what I mean? Imagine, imagine Ye sitting down with Xi Jinping. And then him being like, hey, man, you know, you're building these military bases in, in South China Sea. And then Ye, and then she just just tells him he's a weak, pathetic man and that he has no strength and he has nothing he can do to stop him. Is Ye going to just like walk away? Yeah, I don't know. And then what? I don't think that there was ever going to be a real campaign. But like I'm on camera saying that that's my prediction. And if I'm wrong, then clip me. Go ahead. Well, but we, I don't think that there's going to be a real. We talked to them privately and. It looks like they're taking it seriously. Oh, yeah, you can yeah. learn For magic. Now? You got to teach yay magic, dude. You think the words instead of say them when you look at someone in the eyes and your body language does the speaking for you. Even if they don't understand your, lang- your English or whatever, if they're Chinese, it still is the form of really legit communication. 
the rebellious grizzly bear says, hey, Tim Cast crew, crew, people who only want to have a one sided conversation don't belong in politics. How can things really change without having a back and forth? This is a major problem in politics today. I agree. And I, I got to feel like I was I was tr- I, I didn't I watched the Lex Redman thing. I, I don't I don't watch like the whole thing. I don't watch a whole lot of other shows, but I watched I watched it on while I was doing other things. I guess that's what people do with podcasts. Yeah. And particularly I watched the anti-Semitic stuff, the stuff that Ye was saying, and I felt that Lex was talking in circles. Like I, I just, I was just not interested in it. And that's exactly what I told them before. I was like, guys, I get it. I know what you think. Can we talk about what's going on with you guys in the news so we can elaborate on, on this? And they didn't want to do it. It is what it is. All right. What do we got here? Nunn says, Ye's views notwithstanding, the show's format is flawed. No room for guests to speak when Tim's ego takes up the whole room. Adam Krigler was right. Hey, I said I'd read ones that were not fond of me either. It's funny because people are like, Tim wants to be the smartest guy in the room and he's got a big ego, but I'll literally read you insulting me and I'll have on a whole bunch of other people who are either in, 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 in different areas more knowledgeable than I am. And I'll give a special shout out to Seamus Coglin, who I argued with, adamant that I was correct about what abortion was, specifically on the legal side, and Seamus told me I was wrong, turned out to be right, and then I had to apologize to him later saying, I was, I was completely wrong about that. You were, you were right. I had the legal definition totally incorrect. So that's the reason why you have other people on. We bully Tim off air. Don't worry. We keep. Oh, yeah, they're throwing pies at me. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. Hannah's evil. I'm really mean. I don't know what's going on. Totally. She gives him swirling. You can see it. You can see it in her eyes. You can't give me a swirl. I got no hair. <laughs> All right. Jacqueline Stoiko says Tim Cast need a behind the scenes cameraman to follow them downstairs like Jerry Springer. Would have been useful a couple <laughs> oh, times already. I, know. I think we have three cameras on or something. I wonder if Wesley got it. Well, yeah. the thing is, like, we, we were should... all watching it, and, like, we see his coat go behind you, and I was like, who was that? And then we get enough people sprinting to be like, we've got to intercept. Like, what's going we on? We should have a Jerry Springer camera guy outside the door. 24/7, <laughs> Just ready at all Ready times. to go. Yeah. Like, that be good. But who's the father? <laughs> Ghost Crusader says, you should have pre-recorded the interview, Tim. You did nothing wrong, but I think Milo showed him the episode with you and Milo, and Ye thought it was going to be like that, where he can just keep talking. That's a good observation. Yeah, I, I agree with possible. that. I do. I do. Well, you don't pre-record. Yeah, but but even with Milo, we were like, wait, wait, hold on. I want to say this, and then right. we, we interrupted. A, we yeah. interrupted Milo a couple times. Yeah. The, the, Did you push back on things Milo was saying? I don't think Milo was saying like I did. Yeah, specifically, but, he was worshiping the altar of Donald Trump, and I was like, wait, are you uh, really yeah, going to I be worshiping that. Donald Trump? Like, are are you going to be you know worshiping you know? This You're bringing and, up like foreign policy stuff. Exactly. But, but look, look, look. I explained this to them before the show. When Milo came on, he had not spoken publicly in, in almost five years. Yeah. Right. And so when he started talking and just was was going off, I was like, this is a stream of consciousness that he's been holding it, uh, holding on to. And to hear his thoughts is, is really interesting considering Trump's going to be announcing or whatever. When they came here, I said, we know what you guys have said. That's been the news. We can talk about it. Who am I kidding? It'll come up. But let's talk about m- new issues. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my point. Okay, then you want to bring, I, and, I, and I said, if you guys want to bring that up, I will be pushing back. Don't expect me to just sit back. And Milo's like, yes, 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 of course, of course. All I wanted for you to him was to look at Ye and be like, so w- would you build the border wall? Like, I just needed to know some platforms here. <laughs> or Julian Assange. What, what, yeah. What's his position on Julian Assange? I, I, mean, I think I, he also talked about a, a UBI, universal basic income, that he wants to. I've only uh, ever heard him refer to, like, the utopia he wants to build. But I don't know what that means. I'm going to walk out. I'm out of here. He- <laughs> <laughs> I remember. On, You're when, all welcome. Finally, Leonard is leaving. When we had Milo on a couple of weeks ago for the first 15 minutes, <laughs> I, t- I kept saying. 
seeing Tim like way. put his hand up, like that gesturing, like he's gonna respond, and it, it it was impossible. And like Milo kept going like a steamroller. Oh, hey Luke, and uh, <laughs> and then at fifteen minutes, oh, twenty minutes in, Tim just <laughs> he just was like, what? This I gave up. He just went along for the ride after that, and we just let Milo take it. Yay was wearing a very large puffer jacket. That yeah. probably yeah, probably well, that's because like it's sixty-four degrees in where here. He Every his secrets, seat. his coat's so big. It's freezing that's where he keeps here. His yes, He's, he wasn't wrong about that. He was it right. Is it cold. is cold. Like, are you guys? Do you have a window open? Do you have a? It's snow always freezing. Yeah. I, someone had the AC on. Oh. The window was open. Surge? That's why it was cold. But mm, I went okay. in another room and and it was on it was on cooling. Who's well, I mean, I guess I it's better. This room is cold and not hot. No yeah, one in the super chat definitely. cares about this conversation. So uh, I will also mention to people like there are things happening. I'm like my phone's blowing up. You know what I mean? Like I've got it. There's there's a lot more to booking people than just uh, like calling them and saying come hang out. Right. So I'll just leave it at that. And so uh, one example is security and how we handle that and uh, other things. So you know. I'll just say that. All right, let's, let's see what we got here. Gabriel Lopez says, Tim, you are defending the people destroying his life. He realizes a waste of time and cut his losses. I wasn't defending the people destroying his life. I was asking him who was doing it. In fact, I wanted him to name those people, which is why we brought up, what was the guy, Pasternak? Yeah, Harley Pasternak. Right, and so what I wanted him to do was name the individuals, but he was adamant that it was just Jewish people. Right. And I'm like, okay, dude. Is miscommunication yeah. there. Maybe, but like, I wasn't trying to insult him. I'm like, can you explain end. who this is? Who are right. these people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I said they, he's like, what do you mean by they? Like, oh, come on, dude. Have you guys ever had that phenomenon where it's like, you and two other people and then like the two other people start talking at you and they're both kind of giving you like their, have you ever had that happen? Mm -hmm. And it, you, it's like immediate defensive mode uh, for me when I have that and there's three of us and I'm like, whoa, hold on. You're you both coming at me now. On. Yeah. There's, I bet essence of that creeps into people around here because it's a big show. With, and then it, the energy moves so quick around here. That's why I wish that the, the subject matter could have been something like lighter at some points. Like I would have loved to hear Kanye's, sorry, Ye's thoughts about- I'm contagious. About fashion or about entertainment or Indeed. about religion, Indeed, any yeah. number of things without derailing instantly to- Yeah, it's like, let's get the car out of the mud before we start. Yeah. The car wasn't actually in the mud. We didn't have to do that. Well, he brought it up. We, yeah, first thing. <laughs> I wish he you brought guys it up. Have recorded that pre-show, but if we should have, we should have recorded the previous conversation that we had. I know it yeah. was. It was actually a really interesting, normal conversation. It, it happens was. all the time in the pre-show. Yeah, but. And he's a beautiful dude, Kanye, a, a human. Like when you make I make eye contact with him and see were, his soul, were, like he's a normal, like a really good guy. They were, they were talking one. about, are some sins more sinful than others? And then Ye asked Milo about like a specific saint or like some certain passages. And I'm like, but we were like, we, we like get up, we're grabbing water and like we're changing the lights and we're doing the cameras. So we usually just don't record it. Do you think like, I mean, he's done other roundtable type interviews. Like, is there anything else about this situation that you think like you were saying before, like it feels more tense than maybe it is. You don't have someone who's maybe. It was really cold in here. That yeah. might have something to do with it. <laughs> but he did have his jacket on where he keeps his secrets. He had one on. He had a big puffy jacket on. That might have had something to do with it. He that. hasn't done media appearances with both Milo and Nick present no, before. Yeah. I mean, this that was, was the one first of... time that that happened. Yeah. I know you're, because you're like a Nick fan. Yeah, I'm sure this is like mm -hmm. a, a pass. Uh, I. Well, he was supposed to go on Pop Culture Crisis with you guys afterwards. Yeah, that was the plan. And I had a lot of questions that I was wanting to ask. Yay. Um, but unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Well, it could happen. I mean, this is just like it's an example of what has to happen for us to have this conversation in public. Right. Because we're going to need to bring people in that we don't necessarily think we agree with. Klaus Schwab could be in here next week. Like we, and that would be a good thing. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. I would love to talk to Klaus. I would, I would, I would love, love to. to talk to the bug man. I'd love to talk to Bill <laughs> Gates. I'd love to talk to all these people yeah. um, and, and have those hard conversations and have those difficult conversations. Do you think you know what's best for everyone else? Let's actually, uh, let's actually debate it. Let's actually have that conversation. What were you guys talking about when I was outside? Medical psychosis or something? I think Eating yeah. the bugs. And Eating if you bugs. need to go to medical school to become a doctor, um, I would pose that maybe come, come end times. Luke is our new city doctor. Luke had pointed out how Con- or Ye may have been stressed since uh, they had basically drugged him when they had taken him to the hospital. And I thought there is also like a level of post-traumatic stress. If you've been drugged, it's different mm-hmm. than taking a drug willingly. Armani says, Tim says we have to treat people like individuals when Ye refer to certain people. Yet Tim never stepped in when Seamus or anyone else has gone on a homophobic tirade calling us degenerates. And that is 100% not true. In fact, I argue a lot about it to the point where some people yell at me, like when we were talking about trans people and Dylan Mulvaney. And then I was saying like, these weird trolls do not represent trans people. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like left lib, but probably like center left. So free speech, liberty, you know, we all have our issues. Kids. Yeah. We all have our issues that we love to talk about. When when someone believes that a government is the solution to any problem, it just it just straight straight up like gets me activated. I got to get going. I got to be like, hey, no, <laughs> like that's because that's my own personal beliefs. That's my bigger truths that I'm willing to stand on and debate and have a conversation on. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, let's just read some more. All right. Mission says, Tim, can't we just chuck it up that this was an unfortunate situation, not a setup, not your bad on questions, just an unfortunate set of circumstances. It's just disappointing that Ye responded that way. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, like I was saying before, like, I don't know what they got out of this. Like, maybe that just shows that nobody planned for any of this to happen. It, I don't think Ye, it Ye is just, uh, I, look, man. He's the, volatile, if anything. Well, no, no. I just mean, like, if, if he doesn't need this, why yeah. is he here? If he's not getting what he wants, he's gone. Right. I remember when I worked for Vice, everyone at the office's attitude was that they were lucky to be there. And when I left, they were like, oh, you're leaving? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, why would you leave? I'm like, mm. what do you mean? They're holding me back. They're not getting me what I need. I don't need, I don't want to be here. Like I have, I have something I need and someone else is offering me it. Like, yeah. And his, his, his attitude is probably like, what am I doing here with this guy? I don't need him. Yeah. He's right. Yeah, he owes me nothing. But None of them do. I'm not, I'm not even mad. I'm like, look. I'm disappointed the show didn't work out. We had a lot of we had, we had plans for the after show and stuff like that. But I'm I'm not mad. I mean, it's like a crazy exciting night. It is what it is. We couldn't have predicted it, you know. It. Yeah, same reason I didn't go to the Halloween party. I didn't show up because I'm, I'm I get freaked out in large with lots of emotions. It's just this yeah. empathic thing. I like I, that's why I'm in my room 98 percent of the time. When I'm, <laughs> you when need I'm to get out, go exercise, bro. Yeah, you, we got to do that kickboxing class. Come on. T- yeah, you're right because that'll help the emotion. And probably Ye could stand to do a little exercise too to to help control in this hot moment that we're going through as humanity uh there yeah i understand why why someone might want to distance themselves from high energy spence spence says wait trump gets criticized but you purposefully invited all three Uh uh-huh i'm not running for president and trump gets criticized because it's politics and i'll get criticized all the same and like i mentioned there were people saying tim don't host those people how dare you now they're going you did a really great job (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. when this is my issue with like the woke grievance politics if you say, like, I'm going to go talk to this person, they'll be like, don't do it, don't do it. Look at um, when Vice covered Charlottesville, and then all the leftist journalists are giving them awards. Oh, okay. When Vice goes and interviews white nationalists, they win an award for it because, they, they, because it turns out in the end they made them look bad. 
But if any other journalist says, I'm going to go interview, they're like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. It's wrong. Mm -hmm. When I said I was going to go to Sweden, I advised people telling me, don't go. You'll help Trump. I'm like, what do you mean I'll help Trump? If Trump is wrong, I'll prove him wrong. No, 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 don't do it. Then when Vice themselves go to Charlottesville with a white nationalist, they get an award. These people are total hypocrites, man. And many times they don't even push back or debate these ideas. They just kind of present them as is. Hmm. So that's another topic for discussion. Peas and Butter says they needed Tim Kess platform. They would not be here if they did not need you. I just, I, 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 man, people who live in the grievance world get angry and don't want to hear it. They don't want to be on camera. They don't want to be interviewed. They want to be able to say whatever they want because they know they're right, but they can't stand up to scrutiny. So if you've got an idea and you can't handle someone saying something like, what do you mean by that? And then you storm out. I don't think you mean anything. I I think you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's it. I think what happened, here's what I think. I think Ye's life is being destroyed by a handful of powerful individuals. Many of them happen to be Jewish. I think he immediately sees that and says, this must be it. He makes a tweet about it. And I think, didn't he clarify he meant specific people? Yes, he did. And then he gets in touch with certain others who are like, no, no, you were right the first time. And then start agreeing with him and, and, and you know, telling him yes. Yeah. And then he says, okay. But then he can't actually back those ideas up because there's nothing behind them. Right. It is what it is. Don't don't conflate Rothschild's banking empire with Judaism, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Amshel Rothschild. I like the way way you say that, like it's your personal slogan. (laughs) I'm always telling people. Put it on the wall. That's for sure. It's like an embroidered pillow in your room. (laughs) Don't give me. I just got silk pillowcases, by the way. Someone please embroider that pillow and send it as fan mail. Yeah, that'd be great. on the wall behind us. I mean, I've said it a hundred times tonight, but I am just sad that we didn't get the opportunity to have Ye explain both his views on this this issue, but also what I really want to know is what are your platforms? If you're seeking political office, I want to know what your stance is. Look, and- at, look at what Milo said. When Ye brought up the, you know, who, who he has an issue with, like when he brought up this, this grievance political position, Milo said, it's the hypocrisy that people are tired of. Why are they allowed to say one group of people, but not another group of people? If that's his position for Ye24, Trump's got nothing to worry about. Yeah. If Ye came on this platform and said Trump knew who Fuentes was, Trump was all about it, Trump believes in it, and then said, and we're gonna we're gonna work on fixing the borders and like that would have actually hurt Trump. I think what happened tonight was the best thing that could have happened to Trump. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Like if this was Milo's revenge, he didn't get it. Right. He just saved Trump. Uh, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know what his plan was. Uh, people were like, I got a message. People are like, hey, they're using you, Tim. They're trying to use you. And I'm like, what do you think it is when someone goes on my show? Mm-hmm. Do you think like anyone who comes on the show ever is just like, I'm doing this for Tim's benefit? Yeah. They're like, I want to go on the show to get more followers, get you promote my book, promote my movie. Come on, man. <laughs> really Come on, man. No, we just do it to be nice to you. We don't want you to be sitting here alone talking to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, AC Yor says, Yay opened with, I'm going to walk if you do not 100% agree with me. He this did say really that. Weird. Yeah, not, I mean, he, not, not the 100% agree with me part, but he did say, he like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a conversation like this. I'm not going to. DJ Z says, applauded by the media, clear sign you were wrong. I don't know the me- the media's plus Breitbart that wrote that, but I'm getting, uh, uh, commentators, like just political pundits. Yeah. Also like wrong about what? Like, I think you were right to have them on. Like it would have been a really interesting conversation. It's their decision, how they conduct themselves in the room. And if they want to stay in the room, that's not up to you. I'll be honest. It really was a good conversation regardless that he left or that they left 30 minutes of awesomeness. And then 
about 35 minutes of awesomeness listening to you guys talk about it afterwards. And then you guys came in and it's still good. Now it's even better because I'm here. Yeah, Ian came and saved the I show. I was looking man. for was you. I was like, where were you? I was like, I couldn't find you. I went downstairs. Oh, you did? I talked to them. I tried to get them back I here. almost went out there to see them before they left, but I thought, I don't want to mess with it, the energy. I just want to kind of let it flow. And like you're saying an empath, like, do you want 100 people just like yeah, doggedly being like, him, but where are you going? When you want to be alone, you want to be alone. Yeah. That's what I, I thought. So there's a few things we were going to ask. Like Milo in the past has said he's Jewish. Now he says he's not. Yeah. Uh, Milo called Kanye, called Ye, sorry, gay before. At least it's been reported. I, I've not explicitly seen the tweets. One thing that we did get, I did ask him about, like as we're getting ready for the show, there's a post going around that's apparently purportedly from Milo talking about how the United States need to needs to put Christian interests above Jewish interests. And Milo, he didn't get a chance to talk about it. Like, this is what I wanted to talk about. Like, hey, we, yeah. there's news. Milo said he didn't say that. He reposted that. He was sharing what someone else had said. And it's like the full context isn't even there. He said he, 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 uh, wouldn't have phrased it that way, but some of the points were correct. Would have been great if he was here. I got to ask those, mention those questions. Then there was also the claims that Fuentes has disparaged black people, but was here working with, with and for, yay. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get a chance to get any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they couldn't, well, I, I can't, you know, here's what's sad. Milo and Nick getting up and walking out because yay did. Come on, guys. Yeah, seriously. Bro, you're like, both of you are high profile personalities. I'll tell in, you, in before, right. before the show, Ye said, you know, I've raised the profile of these guys. I said, uh, you know, and Milo was mentioning doing these shows. I said, uh, Ye's profile could not be any higher. I mean, before or after this, it's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Everybody wants to know what he's doing. And uh, that was kind of a, a joke. Uh, I suppose it was being silly. Like, you know, everybody, everybody in this room has got some kind of career. But why would you just walk out? Because Ye did. Right. I mean, I think they think of themselves as a trio. They're all part of his campaign, and he's sort of spearheading them. Would you have Nick back? Would you have? I know we had Milo before. Would you have them back? I think we should potentially have them both back. But like the issue is, if they're going to walk out because Ye did, it's like, are they leading this conversation, or are they just here for the ride? Yeah, because if I, if me and you went on a show and you got pissed off at the host and walked out, I'd probably stay. I think that'd be the right move. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? Because if you work for, if he's I don't think I would ever do that, though. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the first thing. Okay, somebody yeah. clip that if Tim ever walks out of an interview. I may, maybe, I don't, want, I don't want to say that because I'm like, I don't know, man. Every, everybody's human. Yeah. I, I mean, I've probably walked out of some stuff some before. I don't know. If an interviewer is intellectually dishonest and not willing to engage in a real conversation, I think that you're understandably going to disengage, right? I, I yeah. I mean, I, I think Ye just didn't. I, I mean, I, I don't think that that was the case with you. You're not even an interviewer. You're just having a discussion. I like that he compared me to Lex Fridman. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Lex show. That was <laughs> which is that weird. Was you're like, I like Lex, an intake. Can I? Can you know, I get the uh, brownie points from the YouTube algorithm the same way right? that yeah, Lex sure gets? I think the literology that, or the the connection is that you and Lex are like log- logicians. You guys are both into logic, very very strong logic, and Kanye is more emotional. Yeah. And that, so we sensed the, the logic in the, in the room. Hmm. Sean Alexander says you can praise Jews as a group, but you can't criticize them as one. Group interests exist. Let me, let me point something out. When Ye was talking about how you can say the black vote, but you can't say Jewish people are, are doing this thing. It's like, well, hold on there a minute. Jewish people also in like in New York City, for instance. Uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say New York City because the wave of crime has changed things. But they, they, they do create demographics based on, on Jewish people. Like they, they do have a, dem- a Jewish demographic based on voting and voting preferences. I lived in uh, um, Bedsty, and it was a very, very strong, deep Hasidic community. 
and their politics were were very. I, I don't know what the right word is, but like unique to that area is the right way to say, I suppose. When there were protests over certain issues, it was this one, like COVID lockdown. They were protesting specifically them. You could point out Jewish people in New York are protesting. Nobody got mad about that. They get mad that a, like a handful of rich people are hurting you. So you blame those guys. You know, the, 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 the people in New York City, the Hasidic Jews were being chased and beaten in the street. Like, that's bad. That shouldn't happen because just because they're Jewish. Those people in, with, with those clothes are not doing anything to anybody. They're minding their own business. They're having families. They're going to synagogue. They're good people. And evil, greedy corporate people that people that are using corporations to control the world should not hide behind the veil of a religion. If you're going to call yourself Jewish and you're not living by the tenets of the faith, then you're a demon. If you're doing that with Christianity, then you're abusing reality. And you're not. You're good. <laughs> I feel like we're about to go into a sermon. Julie Bear says, I picked a good night to be a first-time listener. I mean, maybe yeah. not. It's you didn't get to listen to anything. Yeah, also, like, this is not normally the structure of the show. We don't normally <laughs> just play musical chairs. Can we turn into a drama up. show? <laughs> we are the soap opera. Mick Chilla says, Milo knew exactly how it would look to connect Nick and Kanye to Trump. It's already kick-started the racial argument against his campaign. Convenient Milo has been allowed to surface recently, and now this. Uh, I think Elon's going to reinstate Milo, like, soon. At Nero. I yeah, believe at Nero. And potentially Nick, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he should. Nero is an interesting yeah. username for a, That's a professed good name. Catholic. Funny. You could tell he was going through yeah, that's a, true. a hard... Isn't it? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Maybe he'll change it. Like a nihilistic period when Why he couldn't that. we talk about that? Yeah. Right. I mean, the, the, it, it's unfortunate that... Should have let off with a Twitter... I should have just pressed record the moment they sat down. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally should have. Yeah. I mean, that's a big Absolutely. mistake on my part. Hindsight. But let them know beforehand, of course. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. no. But if uh -oh. you had let them know, then it, it would have changed the whole vibe, True. so... It would have. But that, it's so weird that when the cameras were not rolling, the conversation was calm and about faith, philosophy. And when, when, when we got into the stuff about, you know, like when I said, I know it's going to come up, I'll push back. They said... We want to talk about the Christian values that need to be restored in this country. And I was like, well, that's interesting. But then instantly it devolves into, mm -hmm. I am going to make these assertions and, and, and demand that no one actual, actually ask any questions. I got to ask Ye this question, but I wonder if there's a difference between doing a show pre-recorded where there's six of us listening to it or doing one live where there's 50,000 people, 100,000 people also. If that energy of those 100,000 people was heightening the situation, because at one point I looked down at my keyboard and kind of lost track. And that was when Kanye was like, it was that exact moment that Kanye was like, I, I don't remember why I brought up kids. I, I was thinking about seven things. I was like, God, I just lost track of it. And then so did he. What's That was my one of my favorite moments when he's like, yeah, sometimes I'm just thinking about seven things. I was like, I 100% relate to you right now. It can be did really Did he have a screen in front of him or was he just? No. Okay. DJZ says Lex also tried to be the one to correct Ye's wrong think. That's why he says it's the same. Save adversarial questions for the two debaters. Or do you mean same adversarial? Um, you know, I literally wanted to be like, yeah, you're allowed to think what you want to think. I'm not, I, 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 I don't think I'm going to change his mind. That's why I told him before the show, like, people know you're saying these things. Obviously, people disagree with what you're saying. Obviously, you found people who, who agree with you. Tell me about what you're doing in politics and what happened with Trump. Explain now that you're in these prominent positions. Now you're in the news. You're having an impact. Tell the people why. Well, you know, he did. He did. Uh, when I said, why politics? Why Trump? He said, Jewish people. Well, okay. The people heard it loud and clear. That's exactly what your campaign and platform is. And now they know. And this is why I believe in free speech. Because I genuinely thought they were going to try to have something to, to talk about. And if the only thing they can talk about is that they hate a group of people or they're concerned. I shouldn't say it like that. They're concerned a group of people have it out for them. No one's going to vote for you. 
and you will not amass any political power. And it turns out sunlight might, might actually be the best disinfectant. Yeah. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. I, I, I want to say this. I'm, I'm not mad at them. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. I'm trying to text them and say, like, what's going on? I'm not going to cry about it. You know what I mean? These things happen. And I'll say it again. Yay owes me nothing. Literally nothing. He, can, he He's his own guy. Uh, I, 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 hope, I hope he finds his path, man. I hope he finds his path. All right. Let's just try and grab a couple more here. Some of the later ones. All right. Brian says, Ye's point about the black vote versus the Jews and identitarianism was spot on. How do you reconcile that? I did, and I'll reconcile it again. The black vote is a handful of working class, poor, wealthy, basically every single individual and the tendencies they have towards voting. When Kanye is talking about Jewish people, he's not talking about cultural identity, politics, conservatism, tendencies to vote liberal. Otherwise, he's saying because there's a handful of powerful, wealthy people who happen to be Jewish, it is Jewish people who have it out for me. And I'm like, yo, like my my guy and my employee who are downstairs and are very Jewish, they actually like your music. They're fans. They just don't like what you're saying about them. They don't have it out for you at all. That's that's the distinction. Why Why insult people who actually like you? Why make them your enemies because you've chosen to attack their identity instead of the argument? Yeah. That, that, that's very different. If you want to come out and say, Jewish people in New York vote this way, nobody's going to get mad at you. They're going to be like, that's true. They, they are very religious. They are conservative. They tend to vote these certain ways. If you're going to say that there are a lot of liberal Jewish people in New York, they tend to vote this way. Yeah, that's called the demographic. We do that all the time. If you're going to come out and say that BLM is all black people and they're the ones causing the rights, you're wrong because Black Lives Matter is actually a bunch of white people. Like, I, I hate that people are, uh, you, you like, I just put it that, look, man, I'm in Portland and I'm watching the Proud Boys march and I'm looking at Antifa. Antifa is a bunch of white people screaming racial slurs at a black Proud Boy. And I'm like, these, you, you see, man, and they call the Proud Boys white supremacists. And I've told the story before, the black Proud Boy got angry and he took it personally and he went to cross the street, cross the line between the cops and a white, white Proud Boy stopped him. And said, stop, don't let them get to you, man. They're trying to get to you. And he grabbed his hand and said, you're my brother. We're brothers. Don't take the bait. Something like that. And I was like, that's so crazy. When it, when it was Antifa in front of an ICE detention center screaming racial slurs at a black ICE agent, I'm like, dude, these are the people that I have a problem with. The racists, the anti-Semites, the people who think that your worth is based on what you look like or, how you, or, or your, your religion identity. No. Obviously, religion plays a bigger role than your race. Certain religions are very, very, you know, like extreme. I get it. But I'm going to talk to someone about their ideas and have an argument as an individual and not blame an entire group of people. I get it, man. And I'll say this too. Obviously, demographics have beliefs and directions. But Kanye wasn't talking about that. He was saying they, referring to Jewish people, are trying to take his money and put him in jail. And I'm like, dude, they are not. Some people are. The overwhelming majority, 99.99999. Don't. In fact, I bet a whole bunch of them actually are fans mm-hmm. until you started saying this stuff. They was actually that was the vague moment that everything got yeah. heightened and then he left. Was because I was that. talking no one, about establishment powers, elites, corporate yeah. press, the, the people media. who want power, the woke. This is the thing. When we say woke, they think Jewish people. Interesting. Yeah. Because who, who's they? I think I know who you're. When believing. when when Yay and and them like before the show, when I mentioned something about cancel culture. He said he, he didn't say woke SJW. He said Jewish people. 
I see. And I was like, you don't seriously People think are kind of that. creating a demon creature, like the woke mob. Like we've kind of created that, or at least I feel like I have inadvertently, uh, that I've created like a demon. Because who is it? I don't a know. Boogeyman. Until it's, I it's, see it's their a, eyes. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reference to occult ideology. Yeah. It's a reference to uh, an idea. And I'll even say this. I, I say it all the time. Like I have friends who are leftists and people are like, Tim's lying. It's not true. I'm like, no, dude, it's literally true. They, at, when that tweet went viral where I said that there was a grooming thing at, at Club Q and that we need to prevent the violence, but also stop grooming. They tried claiming that I was promoting. Like, this is the funny thing. They're, they're like spamming my Wikipedia trying to claim I endorsed this yeah, or condone it. I'm crazy. like, yo, my tweet thread was literally like, stop advocating for violence against people. Even the people you hate the most. Mm-hmm. We need law enforcement to handle these things. They take it completely out of context. When I said that, I have leftist friends who are like, bro, how could you tweet that? And I had to talk to them and argue with them and be like, guys, that you know that's not what I'm saying. And they're like, yeah, but the way it came off. And I'm like, well, so be it, dude. Like, I literally said, stop calling for violence, stop advocating for violence. If you think it's the other way around, then that's you, not me. Anyway, you guys want to get any final thoughts before I guess we wrap up? Uh, you go first. No. <laughs> Are we going to go in a circle? Over yeah. to Leonard. Unless- Hold the stick. I'm good. I think we already uh, went around in circles a couple of times. Yeah. I feel like all I have to say is what I've said at least 57 times, which is like RIP, this really interesting conversation that could have been. Is, uh, is this uh, our we outro? We knew you. I think this is the outro. Yeah. I'll say Kanye, come back. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> come back to pop culture. <laughs> Look, no, just on my show, please. His name is Yes. I mean, that's the that's the I don't, for I, Yes. Yeah. Yay, but could you imagine? Yes. Look, we wanted Yay or Nay. Yay was going to go on Pop Culture Crisis too, mm-hmm. uh, with Milo. But could you imagine? Like, there's a new movie out from Disney. Yeah, man. But those Jewish people. What, dude? Come on. Yeah. I, like, I, bro, we got. Guess it wouldn't have gone very well either way. Yeah. We got a few minutes into the show, and he went right off. Those, I, shout out Danny Paulus Chuck with that tweet that you nailed it I can't believe the thing he's been talking about for two months came up on the show <laughs> <laughs> sure but right away alright everybody thanks for hanging out smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends we do have a behind the scenes uncensored view we filmed them on the trip out here and then probably storming off and uh, we're gonna put it up I think we're gonna have it up tomorrow and um, I think it's it might be going up as Cast Castle I'm not sure Uh like an overt real vlog, I guess. Just check everything, man. It'll be on You'll the website. You'll see it. And we're going to put it up. Uh, it is what it is. And then we'll uh, we'll shout it out, I suppose. Um, you can follow the show at Timcast IRL. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow me personally at Timcast. To the people who stormed in to save the show after <laughs> the guest stormed off, uh, who wants to shout <laughs> their stuff out? Well, go ahead. Ian. firstly, my gems are not demonic, Milo. I see you out there. I know you're listening to the show still. Thank you for putting your beads on my geometric patterns over there. No, that was, that was Nick. That was Nick. Thank you, Nick, for doing that. And uh, yes, we will talk about fractals next time I see you, Milo. Um, have fun. Love you guys. See you. Bye. Hannah? Uh, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com, and occasionally I suddenly appear in the guest chair. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at HannahClaire.B. You can find me on other platforms if you put the work in. You should follow TimCast News on Twitter. It's the best, and you get to hear from all of our journalists, including me, uh, Chris Burtman, Chris Carr, Cassandra Fairbanks. It's really worth the follow. And yeah, and you'll see me tomorrow. Not yay. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll be there uh, on Tuesday at Pop Culture Crisis with Mary. Yes. Speaking of which, you should go subscribe to Pop Culture Crisis on YouTube. We go live at 3 p.m. every weekday. <laughs> You're laughing at something, Tim. <laughs> Someone sent me the video of what happened and the look on my face when Ye gets up. I'm like, 
My eyes are <laughs> like he's leaving. <laughs> your eyes are popping out of your head. That's I was yeah. like, another fight? Is it going to go down? And you can follow me like, on Instagram or Twitter on? at Mary Archived. That's all. Thank you, Ghost Girl. If you're looking for uh, the news of what actually happened today, check out youtube.com forward slash we are change. I did a story about Balenciaga on my members area, lukeuncensored.com. I talk about a lot of different weird stuff on there. Check it out, lukeuncensored.com. Splurge. Still a fan, still a Milo fan. Surge.com, at Surge.com, on Instagram, Twitter, I guess. I don't really use it. I don't do the bookings here. You guys know what it is. Tomorrow yeah. is going to be amazing. Yeah, seriously. So Michael already announced this, but Michael Malice is going to be here. And um, it's episode 666. This is oh. hilarious because before the show, I was like, you guys are on episode 665. And they were like, oh. And Ye's like, what does that mean? And then Nick was like, one less than 666. And he's like, wow. And I was like, and tomorrow it's Michael Malice. And they were like... He's a Jewish anarchist. Oh. <laughs> no, he I was know. like, he's Jewish. And I'm like, no, he's an anarchist. Yeah. Oh, I thought he I said mean, both. No, 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 no. Both I said, true. and then I'm like, <laughs> he's like, he's Jewish. And I'm like. And, and I, I'm sure Malice is going to come on and have like a book's worth of intelligent things to say. We're big fans. Michael, we're excited. You're going to be coming. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers, y'all.